Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 185. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me is return guest Peter Zaluzny. Hey! First time guest, Simon F- Hamilton. Hey, <laughs> you got there! <laughs> and returning from a very long absence, I think it must be over 150 episodes by now, is Sheridan Morley! <laughs> You haven't changed a bit. You couldn't wait one second to pull that out, could you? Oh, it's coming out many a time today. I can't wait. And thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. This is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Now, Simon, brand new guest to the podcast. I've put these guys through the grilling of questions, and now it's your turn. Oh, God. What is your Simpsons history? Where did the show begin with you? Since I can remember. Yeah? It's always been there. Just Unfortunately, part- recently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I have subjected you to a new episode, as I do yeah, with my first-time guests. Um, but where did you drop off with the show, actually, on the other, other side of that? I became less of a fan, I'd say, about five years ago. Oh, really? That recently? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember any particular episode which turned you off? Not particularly, no. It's just sort of became forgetful. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm struggling to remember the last one we watched. And how about you, Sheridan? Have you watched any new Simpsons since we last had you on the show? Well, not until you just subjected me to it. <laughs> it was terrible. I went back um, recently and started from about season three, mm. got up to, I think, 15 and went, what am I doing? <laughs> this is just awful. Like, truly, truly awful. And so I stopped and then I cancelled my Disney Plus subscription. Oh my God, I am so envious. Yeah, well, you know, that's the only reason you get it, right? That and Jeff Goldblum's opinion on everything or whatever that show's called. That's pretty good. Yeah, he did an episode on swimming pools recently. Fascinating. Yes. No, it's not. It's not. And how about you, Pete? Have you kept up with the show since? No, I still occasionally do this real retro thing called watching broadcast television. What? And uh, I know. And uh, How are ads these days? Worse. (laughs) Somehow worse. No one wants to advertise anymore. There's the same ads for that fucking pair of underwear, and I'm not going to say it because they're not a sponsor of this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you've got so much sponsorship money coming in, right, Elliot? This is a very in-demand program. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. this chair is made of all my podcast money. Wow. <laughs> For those who don't know, I'm squatting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a bucket. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a milk crate. But uh, occasionally I'll catch a new episode on TV and I never last more than like between two ad breaks. You know, they're just, yeah, because um, I only seem to ever air... The newer seasons these days. I haven't seen a classic one on TV for a long, long time. Yeah, uh, that's fascinating. But uh, the furthest I got, which I think I said last time I was here, I got as far as season twenty because I wanted to know. So yeah. I watched them. I watched them all up to season twenty. And at that point, I'm just I'm out. Yeah. Well, thank you all three of you for uh, letting me subject you to an episode from the HD era. This is a pretty recent one. This was season twenty-eight, episode eleven, Pork and Burns. First released in January twenty seventeen. It was directed by Matthew Nastuck, written by Rob Lezebnik. In this episode, uh, Homer gets Spider Pig registered as his therapy dog, and uh, Mister Burns uh, hounds injure it, and then Mister Burns takes it for a while. Um, and Marge also gets all Marie Kondo. Guys, what did you think? I don't even know where to start. Play, play, <laughs> like, play the noise. That's my feelings oh, about it. The one time I didn't have it queued up. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole episode was so directionless. Yeah. Like, it just 
didn't have any point at all. Like, I suppose there was a sort of underlying spider pig situation going on, but... Mm. I will add, before we started this podcast, for those listening, Elliot made a really good point, and that is that Simpsons episodes from this era are basically like hearing someone describe a dream to you. Yeah. And it's yeah. the most boring shit ever, and you're like, okay, so a bunch of stuff happened. And then this happened, and then this yeah, and happened, you were there, and then it And ends. you were there, <laughs> and this episode was like that, and Spider Pig was there, and Old Gil was there, and Mr. Burns was there, but nothing fucking happened. Yeah, that, those are the extent of my notes. Like, my summary of the episode is, okay, so this, and this, and this, and that really sums up, you know, contemporary Simpsons writing and why it's all gone so downhill, because they don't tend to commit to one overarching plot no. with B plots and everything they just seem to come up with a bunch of random ideas and then find a way to string them together mm. I, I am glad though that you asked for that timestamp. oh yeah <laughs> nine, nine minutes and 30 seconds the only time any of us laughed yeah it took us nine and a half minutes before we all laughed collectively at a joke yeah and it wasn't a huge laugh either. no it was it was more of a yeah <laughs> yeah it was oh, saying good snake was good even though he has a much larger earring than he used oh yeah and snake was there <laughs> at some point and a gimp so yeah. that was so and that then Homer the got thing. picked up in a van that had a gimp in the back and then and the there pig was, squealed. There and was some suggested there. molestation happening. Mm. Yeah. They just sort of glossed over that. So that was the other thing when you mentioned Snake. This episode seemed to rely on a lot of Hey, remember old Simpsons when it was mm. funny? Like yeah. Gil pops up at one point, and how you make Gil not funny, I don't know, because he's a hilarious character. You keep the show running for twenty years past its prime. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought, and that moment that Gil popped up, and it's probably what like fifteen minutes into the episode, so definitely the latter half. And I was like, wouldn't it be great if all of the bullshit we were just subjected to at the start of this episode was a weird roundabout way of getting to examining Gil's mental breakdown? <laughs> like he's in a storage locker saying, hey, there's a wedding going on in here. I'm just like, there's no wedding. No. <laughs> I don't know. For all we know, there could have been real people in there. Hmm? Or they could Dead have gotten people. real dark with it. Yeah. yeah. Gil Zoom can into get the locker dark. and it's just Gil corpses. Get really <laughs> <laughs> it's all the people that were in the back of the van. And the corpses were there. And that, that's, that's a little bit of insight into Simon's brain. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Pete, we'll start out with you. For better or worse, uh, what's a moment that stands out to you from this episode? Oh, good Lord. Um, the mayo gag. I think we all groaned at that. Mm. So, yeah, that hurt. you know, um, Marge, mm. Marge mentions that something about Homer going to the mayo clinic or the pig, and then he has a fantasy about a bunch of jars of mayonnaise making sandwiches in a hospital. And that was, again, felt like another attempt of contemporary writers looking at classic Simpsons and being like, oh, we're going to capture a Homer fantasy. I feel like we all felt it coming as well. We as did, As soon as yeah. she said Mayo Clinic. And he was yeah. Like, yeah, we went, oh, don't. don't. Oh, but yeah, it wasn't just that the joke was bad. You could see they were desperately trying to cling to the past when they mm. weren't writers on the show at the time. Mm. And it just completely missed the mark. And I think the reason being is because whenever Homer had a fantasy back in the day that was completely off the wall and hilarious, he was always somehow involved in it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when... Um, I have. See, now I'm going to bring up Old Simpsons because it's funnier. I have a photographic <laughs> yeah. memory. I yeah. think that Homer's there and he's super ripped. He's just That's sitting a, in the corner. Yes, but he's president. There. Right away. Whereas this one, it just felt like, it, it, yeah, it was just an incidental bit of stupid fuff. And then Marge acknowledged it too. And yeah. you're like, and that's Homer's supposed to be in his own weird world. And Can I ask, what exactly the fuck is Miracle Whip? Does anyone know? Is it just whip, whip, whip cream? Yeah. Miracle whip. whip. It's whipped cream, isn't it? 
No, it's a brand of mayonnaise, but yeah. Oh. It's a mayonnaise? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So it's like mayonnaise? fluffed chemical mayonnaise <laughs> in a jar. I think, yeah, America. that's the image it conjures up, isn't it? Ugh. It's like one of these things like, I can't believe it's not butter, where they don't actually call it mayonnaise. It has some of the Ugh. certain properties of mayonnaise. There's some, uh, some but it's just fucked Miracle up whip. shit in that country. <laughs> like spray cheese. Mm. Cheese shouldn't spray. <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Quitter. Anyway, though, that's that's my gripe. <laughs> that's what stuck with me, and it was bad. How about you, Simon? Did you have a moment from this episode that stood out to you? Look, I'm probably going to get shouted down for this one, but I was happy to see the pig again. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm, my I'm, god! I, I've got I've got a soft spot. <laughs> for <him>. <laughs> I do have a bit of a soft spot. I d- I did enjoy the movie, so it was nice to see him back again. I did like to find out that he had some sort of property where he can actually just sink into the ground magically. Yeah. They kept that, that in for what weird. Yeah. It's sort of weird because this is the first time they've shown Plopper, like, they've brought him back for cameos and stuff, like he was a truffle pig in one episode, but this is the first time they've like, oh no, we've had him as a pet this whole time and yeah, we've got yeah, a pig yeah. pen in the back. Ignore all the other scenes in the backyard where there's definitely no pig pen. Yeah. I, I do no, appreciate the backyard's ability to shift and change. The entire, know, the yeah, entire yeah, house's the in- ability to yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. the Simpsons live in a wonderful house like that. There's just sometimes rooms that are only there for one episode. Yeah, just wish it and it will be. Mm. I noticed today, wallpaper in the bathroom that I've never seen before. It's because it's HD Simpsons. Now it's finally like in focus and defined. You can actually see. It was always there. Mm. See, you say it's HD Simpsons, but I actually noticed a lot of the animations were really poor quality. Mm. Like sometimes Marge was probably about four and a half foot tall for no apparent reason. (laughs) Like the scaling was all out of whack with the hair. (laughs) Actually, I swear Bart's nose disappeared when he interlocked with Lisa in that one weird scene. Yeah. They can never do The Simpsons front on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. That's a nightmare fuel. (laughs) It is. Barney in particular. Mm. Front on. Don't cry for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm already dead. (laughs) But, like, it wasn't the worst use of Spider-Pig, but this is another trend of Simpsons, and Pete, we covered this when we did the Funtendo Z episode, is that they're commenting on something that's like fairly recent in culture or whatever like with the therapy animals and they don't really have anything to say about I'm, it i made that exact note i said yet another episode where the writers try to be contemporary and don't quite understand what they're parodying mm. apt and don't seem to commit to one thing as well like okay uh condo what was her first name was marie. it marie. marie thank you I, I can't believe that was two years ago already it still feels like that was yesterday God, um yeah, we are old uh, because we remember good Simpsons. Um, yeah, so like, take note, to, kids. Went to parody that, but then didn't really parody it. They just kind of got the family to follow what she was doing, you know. Yeah. And and then they were like, oh, then we'll parody therapy uh, animals, and then we'll parody uh, anxiety. And but it, it, a lot of it wasn't even jokes. It was just sort of what people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was more of like a sort yeah, of like a running commentary than a parody. Yeah. Yeah, nothing to say, and like it, it's so disappointing because yeah, hate to be old man O'Neill, but your old Simpsons were better. But yeah, when they commented on something, they actually commented on it. You know, yeah. they had something to say. Uh, how about you, Sheridan? For better or worse, what's the moment that stands out to you? Ugh. Well, first of all, can Ugh. I just say, and sorry, but in my mind, Spider Pig was never funny. Is not funny now. I don't know why it Trader. keeps getting brought up. No, <laughs> Ooh, contrasting just, opinions. All that did in that stupid movie, which I didn't enjoy, I'm sorry, but Double it just birthed mm. a decade of dumbasses quoting that fucking song. <laughs> and that's all that it did. Yeah. It was not funny. I don't know why they keep bringing Spider Pig into it. It's stupid. 
You know one of the funniest things about that? When you look at the Simpsons movie credits when the song Spider Pig comes up, it's got like 15 credited writers. What? We stayed up all night. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a complex masterpiece. Exactly. Uh, yeah, look, I've made a couple of notes here. First of all, this episode just sort of proves to me that, you know, the laziness that we were sort of all, almost getting to with the writing, it's just like every character that I saw in this episode has become even more of a caricature of their former self. Yeah. You know, Skinner in the car going, why did I wear mother's blouse today? And He was clearly uh, you know. wearing his suit. And also <laughs> yeah. clearly murdered. Yeah. 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 <laughs> By it. Squishy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's not funny anymore. It's almost like they're trying to parody what the uh, character originally was. And it's not funny. Yeah. It's not it, funny. And it feels like a lot of the writers grew up watching The Simpsons and got a job on the show, which is awesome. But instead of finding their own voice, they're... Yeah, trying to yeah. replicate what yeah, they saw and not nailing it. Numbers. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like there's you know this twist of irony to it these days that doesn't quite hit the mark, mm. I think, and that's a problem. But the other thing I've written down, well, a couple of things. First of all, it was just full of pointless flashbacks for no reasons mm. or pointless cutaways that weren't funny, didn't really line up with the story, whatever. And then on top of that, I'm like, how much money did they actually spend in this episode to license all the songs that they used? Yeah, right. They did the bodyguard ending with Homer running towards Spider-Pig, Whitney Houston playing. They used the ER theme song. There was a jazz song that happened at one point that I couldn't quite put my finger on, but it wasn't an original. It's okay. Jazz musicians don't have the money to sue anybody. They probably (laughs) just used it for free. (laughs) Too busy with the heroin, really. Exactly. It just sort of hit home even more for me that, like... You've got enough money to do that. Just pay some decent writers. Am I right in thinking, and uh, this is me asking God here, <laughs> it's not the first time they've done the um, running towards bodyguard music situation, is it? Oh. They've done the actual bodyguard ending when he is a bodyguard as he's walking out kicking people that's away. Right. That's it was the I Luke Skywalker episode where they, yeah. um, I'm yeah. sorry, I should say Mark Hamill being Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm be thinking. a Jedi no, tonight. tonight. <laughs> oh, we should do that episode. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> do it for Yoda while the guests go get a soda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is how hard we're trying to escape this episode. Yeah, that's true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, to your point, Sheridan, and the thing that stood out to me was, yeah, these stupid callbacks to previous Simpsons and with yeah, them throwing out all their stuff. Does this spark joy? Barney finds the Mr. Plow jacket and it's like, oh, finally, yes. I'm Mr. Plow. You yeah. were the Plowkin, cunt. You yeah. did better business than him. <laughs> did you guys oh, oh, that's a heavy C-bomb. <laughs> Did you did you hear Elliot audibly exhale when that joke happened? Yeah. I just heard you go, oh, and then you looked at the notebook. Oh, dear. Yeah, I've seen, actually, I was sitting next to Elliot as we were watching, and through this whole episode, I'd see him just sigh, shake his head, and at one point even tut. <laughs> oh, no, 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 this won't do it at all. This won't do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this was difficult. Oh, fucking yeah. Just on that ER thing, the way they brought it back in at the end. Yeah, and and this is what I was saying. I, I don't even want to start talking about the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. the episode just sort of ended. Yeah. Like, uh, what happened? Homer got his pig back, and then... The pig know, ate an elf. Pig ate an elf, that's right. I and think then, it was a fairy. Oh, oh right. it was, yeah. And then it just sort of ended, and then they tacked on that little gag at the end for a laugh, and mm. it was like, wait. So again, nothing happened, and it, so it didn't even feel like it concluded because nothing happened. It was just like twenty-one minutes. There of was nothing bleh. to conclude. No, that's true. 
Yeah. Yeah. It just some things happened and then they didn't. And then he had a dream and that then he woke the up from the dream. And, and it was we'll finished. see you next yeah. week at nine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I feel like we're being overwhelmingly negative and that's fine because it was a fucking shit episode. <laughs> but can we please talk about the one thing we did laugh at? Yeah, of course. Which was Dr. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> he had Do- a good Dr. Line. Nick pushing the opioids. How, many, how, many, how many opioids would, would you like? like? That was good. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually enjoyed that string of things where, yeah, he goes to try and get, you know, doctor's permission for a therapy animal, and then, yeah, it's the pullback and reveal. Medical marijuana. Yeah, yeah, he's at the pot clinic, and she's like, oh, you fakers make me sick. (laughs) I did like the next line, you're harshing my clinic. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. And then, yeah, Yeah. next doctor, why don't you try opioids? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Uh, The only other gag that made me laugh, actually, was when um, Smithers said, you know, um, we'll take Spider Pig. You know his identity? Yes, and we know El Barto is Bart. These things are very easy to figure out. That, yeah. that gave me a laugh. Like it wasn't a great laugh, but I was like, yeah, that's that's not bad. A little chuckle. Yeah, you, look, we were scrimping at that we point. <laughs> we really had to scrape yeah, together give any me laugh anything. we could get. <laughs> Panning for gold, and yeah, a speckle. But was it a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? You know, the classic episodes did a really good balance of heart and wackiness, and we like to explore those. So, uh, how did they take advantage of the cartoony space in this episode? It was wacky in the sense that it made no sense. Mm. Like, you know, we keep talking about the whole dream thing. It was like a dream sequence that made no sense and was just one thing to another. But I don't feel like there were any sort of visual wacky gags other than at the end when Homer's slow motion running towards Spider-Pig and then Bart and Smithers just walk up in normal speed. That's such a done joke. It yeah. is. I was like, so <laughs> many. Too I was done. in my head going, how many shows have done this? Scrubs, Seinfeld, you know. Anyway. Yeah. I guess the one bit of cartoony wackiness that stood out to me was the intro where we saw how this this joy of throwing stuff out book gets made. And my note here is, is this racist? That, I this might that be too. racist. Yeah. It was yeah. really edging it was on, really on the line. And I, looked at that. I wasn't too sure until the robot seppuku happened. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, that's definitely... And all the noises that the fairies made when one of them got their head ripped off. I was like, this is very close to the line. And and then I thought, oh, yeah, and this was made two years ago where this is not, you know, 90 Simpsons where, Mm. you know, it's still unacceptable, but... At least mm. a different they, saw, time. they sort of have an out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we yeah. were young then, we didn't know. Yeah, it was the 90s, everyone was high. Um, yeah. But- yeah, I feel like they need to sort of take a line and stick to it, because I'm aware that Hank Azaria has decided, is it right that he has stopped voicing Apu? Yeah, yeah, and they, and they yep. recently hired someone new, I saw. They've, they've uh, hired a new voice actor for Apu. Was it Apu or someone else? Um, I don't think they've cast Apu yet. But, oh, um, um, I'm getting it mixed up with um, Cleveland from, the, from Family Guy. Oh, they cast him already? Yeah, they've, they've cast someone for Cleveland. But, um, oh, but yeah, we did the season 32 opener the other week where they recast Carl and uh, voicing him is the, fuck, what's his name? Alex Dessert. He played the blind guy in Becca. Oh, yep. Oh, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah, name so, is Dessert? Yeah. Or, you know, there's Mr. a little Mr. Dessert. There's Mr. an accent Dessert. over one of the E's, so it might be Desay or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh my I God. like that. Man, if I had the last name of Dessert, I would definitely get a lordship. <laughs> 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 Lord Dessert. Yeah. But uh, how about on the flip side? How about the heart? Did we feel the emotions of this episode? Hell oh, no. Did, I mean... we fi- did this episode bring us joy? Look, honestly, <laughs> there Chuck was a down. little bit of a moment where I sort of identified with Lisa. Mm-hmm. You know, when you play an instrument for so long, you're like, uh, this is sort of feeling like a job now. And yeah. Sort of... mm-hmm. mm, the honkama flute. So I, I got that for a while. I didn't a bit like, you know, flute. when mm. she threw out all of everything she owns it's like well now we're just being silly about it yeah (laughs) that's the thing i thought at that point they were trying to say that lisa had moved from anxiety to depression but they didn't do anything about it No, there was actually opportunity there for uh, like a moment of heart and they didn't 
because all new Simpsons episodes have such a scattergun approach to the various plot lines they have running, they mm. couldn't commit to that bit either. And I remember whenever there was like a sad moment with Lisa, it didn't play like a very distinct thing. Whenever there was old Simpsons episodes and there was something sad would happen, they'd play a very distinct style of music, yes. you know? Where it was, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm yeah. Not, I can't remember, like I'm not going to sing it, but it was like a flute line or something. Do it. Do it. <laughs> So all day we've been quoting that bit where Homer punches Lenny in the back of the head. Is it a quote when it's just a noise? Sure. Sure. Here it comes. Nope, now it's not going to load. That oh, was it. I talked over it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, they didn't exactly. do anything like that. You had one job, Sheridan. And oh, even when, you know, Bart went in to sort of talk to her and comfort her, it just felt so one-dimensional. Whereas then you think they had the episode like... Uh, and then they connected heads? Yeah. yeah. What I, the fuck was that? They're Lego, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, Blocko. Blocko, of oh, course. Yeah, Blocko. <laughs> but yeah, and Bart's advice was essentially like, just be happy. Yeah. And, like, it was... Yeah, oh, such yeah, because everybody who's bullshit. depressed loves hearing that. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Just don't be me. depressed. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I played a song over the loudspeaker that you wrote, and she's like, woohoo, my depression's cured. Mm. I don't know what kind of message that is to send, but. Yay. So if you think about it, this episode was actually a really subtle commentary on uh, the American healthcare system. You know, mm. we've got cured depression just by playing music. You don't need to become subject to drugs. Mm. And then you've got Dr. Nick just handing out opioids like crazy. Okay, the brilliance of this episode just went above our heads, and I'm just going to change my opinion. This was actually. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, wow. you got a point. <laughs> and that's what we'll rank this episode up. <laughs> yeah, can you please add that to the ranking system? That's, that's pretty much the definition for this episode is getting yeah. punched in the back of the head. Yes, it's below failure. Uh, but how about the integrity of the show? Uh, are the characters behaving like the characters we know and love? Not really. No. 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 As I said, caricatures of their former selves and, yeah. and cringy. And Marge was a secondary character in this episode, mm. which is weird when her kids are upset. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else notice that Marge's voice has gotten a lot croakier? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think she sounds yeah. like Mrs. Boogie. Thirty years of doing too many durries. <laughs> <laughs> too many durries. Uh, the whole thing was like a weird fever dream. Like <laughs> I'm thinking more old Simpsons. Oh, shut up and have a cigarette. I guess I could. <laughs> I guess I could. <laughs> so that yeah, that awoken something in Julie Kavner that day. <laughs> no, I mean I, I do. I feel sorry for her. She's a 72 year old woman, and she's yeah, they're forcing her to do that. I mean, they're going through and oh, replacing wow. you know all the white actors who are playing black people. I think I need to replace Julie Kavner just. For her own sake. Yeah, she did sound pretty... Actually, maybe that's why Marge wasn't in this episode much. I'd be curious to see how much Marge is actually in the later seasons. Maybe Julie can't. Yeah, that's Julie, tweet, tweet us. Let us know. We know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Love you, Julie. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> God, what a career, though. Like, how long's The Simpsons been going now? Yeah, 30 years? Yeah, she's been 32 since years. Day one. Yeah. 32 years. And, yeah, before that, uh, she was one of the big players on the Tracy Ullman show and just been able to, yeah. Right. Oh, man, actually, I saw this the other day. You know, do you guys know how Yardley Smith has a podcast now? No. Nope. I didn't know it's, that. it's like a true crime one. It's called Small Town Dicks. It's it's not bad. I've only listened to a couple mm. of episodes. Interesting but... name. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, a Dicks is in Detectives. Detectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd hope so. Anyway, in a recent episode... I was all episode... excited for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Small Town Dicks. <gasps> it's a true crime show. Oh. Well, it really <laughs> depends on, like, how you say it. So is it Small Town Dicks or is it Small Town Dicks? <laughs> Where's the comma? Where's the emphasis? <laughs> Where's the emphasis? <laughs> On the syllable? Uh, anyway, uh, Yardley Smith is 
playing herself in a recent episode of The Simpsons as a podcast host. It's uh, it's annoying. They didn't even ask me to be on that episode. Um, the other thing I hated about the integrity is, yeah, like we're tying into like Lisa's mental health issues, which have been explored in the past, but like her just describing the symptoms as she's experiencing them is like. It's bad writing. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit of a fundamental misunderstanding of not just mental health, but people who live with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It made it very one-dimensional, which was kind of unfair. Yeah. Especially given how broad a voice The Simpsons still has. Like, it's still one of the highest rated shows in America, even though Somehow. it's... Somehow. I think it's just one of those things that people are just into, like, they're just along for the ride at this point. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's just... Yeah. It, like, let's, like, let's see how much this can burn. I really want Disney to publish the numbers of which seasons or episodes are being watched more because, like, I cannot imagine, like, there must be a drop-off. Like, I don't mm. know how people could do this for five years. <laughs> well, yeah. that was the other thing, going back, that we mentioned when we were um, watching the episode, that... You know, people who are watching New Simpsons now are probably, I reckon they'd be younger who didn't grow up with classic ones. Um, so it's not an audience for people. It's not, you know, for people like us who grew up with it. Yeah. And yet there was a couple of jokes in there that were all... Yeah, they throw out, like, full-on 90s references. Yeah, like an ER joke. And, like, what do they say? Um, Elizabeth, going to the Oscars with Elizabeth Hurley, was it? or Taylor. Uh, so? Taylor. Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Not Hurley. So. <laughs> yeah, pick your market. Yeah. <laughs> like, just... Oh, and even their guest stars, like, Joyce Carol Oates. Fucking uh, old JCO. Yep, <laughs> the original JC. <laughs> well oh, really? Well done, Sheridan. <laughs> uh. Sorry, I missed what you were talking about. I was burning Sheridan. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, you can only hear us, but we were all just staring at Sheridan. Just, saying, just like, oh, really? They can hear the stairs, <laughs> Sheridan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bloody shed. You hit it pretty hard there, Rick. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I love that. That's all right. Keep going. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the permission. Sharon looks will like she going. wants me to try and move and the fire back away. To oh, Peter yeah. Simpson's podcast. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to throw this episode out. Can we move on? <laughs> Nearly yeah. killed me. Uh, yes or no? Would you watch it again? Fuck no. no. Jesus. No. Actually, you know what? No. <laughs> what would you do to improve it, Shares? How would you like to change this episode? Fire. I would like to go back in time and have it never be made. <laughs> That's how I would like to change it. How about you, Simon? What what do you reckon can be improved in this one? Like make them all stick figures and just do a dance for 25 <laughs> minutes, like anything, anything but that. All right, going more abstract. How about you, Pete? Well, I have an actual answer. <laughs> well, thanks. The oh, smug my phone, face. my notes. I dropped my phone. Oh, um, you deserved that. <laughs> I did. Remove Spider Pig altogether. Start with no. the uh, Mary Kondo <laughs> thing, and then use that uh, to go into a exploration of anxiety in the contemporary age, and balance it with a bit of uh, heart and comedy, and focus on uh, Lisa realizing that she actually has anxiety and how the family deal with that. That could have been interesting. Well, wow. uh, not very could, funny though. It could be funny. Peter's available Me- to Mental to health and gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great fun. I will. Um, I love living with anxiety. Pardon? I will second that opinion, but in a very different way by just saying follow through with any storyline that they started. That's just true. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they didn't stick commit to, to any of them. Mm. No, because it sort of seemed Resolve like they something. were trying to go for a contrast with like Bart unable to throw away any of his stuff and Lisa like going too far in the extreme. And mm. it was just, it never, they ne- didn't dig into it at all. Yeah. Uh, and no. also stop trying to capture the past. Yeah. Like, like, I yeah, just I on. just realized too that they've already I completely forgot about this until three seconds ago. They've done the therapy animal gag before with Mojo. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Which is brilliant. Pray for Mojo. <laughs> what do you want? His cholesterol's through the roof. <laughs> I thought that monkey was toilet trained. <laughs> <laughs> He's struggling to breathe. <laughs> oh, fuck. And guest stars, we also had Michael York uh, reprising his recent role as Dr. Budgie. Michael York, you might know as Basil Exposition from the Austin Powers movies. Oh, right. Yes. Just oh. when you need old British man voice. Mm. That was my best British accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are here. Sheridan, do you have any other notes about this episode before we rank this thing? <clears throat> Look, nothing of note. Nothing I would say, really, other than just... First of all, the Marie Kondo stuff is bullshit, I'll just say. Not in relation to The Simpsons, just in general. Mm. And I read an article last week that was like, the millennials who are rejecting Marie Kondo and hoarding books. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it just goes from one thing to another. That's, I don't know. Mm. I think it was silly. As I said, I'll just reiterate, they didn't finish anything they started in this episode. It was very annoying, and I wish it never existed. Mm. How about you, Simon? Any other notes? Yeah, look, honestly, I agree with Peter as as far as like the whole mental health thing should have been attacked a, yeah. bit, a bit more thoroughly. Attacked probably isn't the right word. <laughs> mental health. The, the Simpsons attack mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, brain. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like just if any sense of closure would be lovely at this point. Yeah. Just, just please, for the love of God, end. <laughs> just any ending will do just, at this just, point. Except that one. Yeah. yeah. Any yeah. other ending. Uh, like, about- please don't pull out the... And it was just a dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did and, that in year nine. Yeah. Like, come on. No, it pulls out. Maggie wakes up and it's like, huh. Yeah. Mm. Maggie's a 34-year-old woman in <laughs> Been in a since she was yeah. a baby. <laughs> hey, let's get dark with this shit. Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, why not? I was going to go further, then I held myself back. <laughs> How about you, Pete? Any other notes? No, I dropped my phone, so, you know, <laughs> whatever. You can pick it up. No, I have my notes on there, but I don't think there's much more to say about this. It's, yeah. um, and my final notes. Marge reading that boob card at the start. Like, well, what was that about? Sure. Oh, yeah. Comedy can be so surprising. Mm. I, I don't know Not why she would have opened it. Anyway. And yeah, it was... Oh, I almost said ham-fisted. Fuck it, I'm going with it. It was really ham-fisted the way that, yeah, mm. Spider-Pig got covered with barbecue sauce and attracted the hounds. I thought a much better joke would be if he accidentally caught fire, which would have cooked yeah, Pig. That's yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they Accidentally I'll... caught fire? <laughs> Spontaneously like, combusted. You know. know what? The one throwback they could <laughs> have done. How does that happen? Do they know? <laughs> someone's just swinging around a branding iron just accidentally. <laughs> it's the big. Hey, Don't look at me like that. I always <laughs> swing my branding iron around. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, right. I'm doing yeah. it right now. Yes, yes. Hey, look out. <laughs> Dude, this is this isn't a visual medium. We can make up all sorts of shit right oh, now. Right. <laughs> if only Spider Pig got catapulted into the jumping castle mm. and then went flying away, and then they could have done a funny throwback with it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's gone. I think that would have made me angry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time to rank this thing on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best of the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going first. Let me show you how it's done. <sighs> which part of the bottom part of the scale do I want to go I'm going to go with participant it didn't what I didn't hate it enough like it was mostly boring like good failures you know build ups and rage in me this one yeah was fucking opioids (laughs) Sheridan what would you like to rank it I thought we agreed there was another ranking which is this 
<laughs> That's two rankings you got. Mm, and then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm going with failure. I'm sorry. I feel like it was just, you know, nothing ended. Nothing was funny. It just failed, no, as, failed to funny. entertain me. Yeah. It's entertainment. It didn't entertain. How about you, Simon? What would you like to rank? Look, I'm going to go one step above failure. I'm not familiar with this rating system, so whatever that is. <laughs> Participant. Participant. Participant, yeah. Mostly because, like, if I was in a coma but could still see, I wouldn't be too angry at the nurses when I woke up if that was on. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's better than scrubs. <laughs> How about you, Pete? What would you... Where yeah, are you going? Participant for the same reason as you. It didn't make me, you know, rage at how shit it was. If, if a show ends and I'm like, I feel nothing because nothing occurred. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean, let's be honest. What else would I have done with that half hour of my life? So, <laughs> yeah, participant for me. Hey, uh, we, could, we could say that for any episode. We have no lives. That's true. <laughs> All right. This now one, I'm uh, sad. Uh, spending our Saturday in Elliot's basement on a camp chair talking about The Simpsons. <laughs> it's not a basement. It's a converted garage. Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> More for you. Sharon. Does that make you feel better about this? <laughs> in my mum's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This will be a dull participant. It'll be the sixth episode from season 28 that will be giving this ranking and among those that'll be joining is dad behavior which we reviewed last week this is where grandpa thinks he got a woman pregnant it turns out it was jasper's baby all along though oh. that's not an outcome what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna need you to repeat that yeah, yeah. what Oh, it turns out everyone's getting frisky at the old folks home and then one of the women that grandpa's been sleeping with reveals that she's pregnant and then it turns out it was Jasper's baby, which they reveal by holding up an ultrasound that shows a fetus with a beard. Is there also a syphilis outbreak? <laughs> uh, uh, what were the other... I'm assuming they all have rickets. <laughs> <laughs> Ever fucked with rickets? Mm. <laughs> all right, let's leave this fucking thing behind and go for a slightly more recent episode where we're going to go review Mr. Spritz Goes to Washington. Ah, oh, I know this one. It's vaguely possible. It Yay. has some decent moments. <laughs> Don't rate it before, <laughs> before it's time. I'd like to give this one a vaguely possible. <laughs> I just ruined the whole podcast. <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 14, Episode 14, Mr. Spritz Goes to Washington. First released in March of Ought 3, it was directed by Lance Kramer, written by John Swartzwelder. In this episode, the Simpsons have their new flight path is over their house, so they get Krusty to run for Congress to stop that. Hey, what do we think? It's good. Wonderful. I like that episode. It was better than the synopsis, actually. Yeah. Lazy mm. to believe. Yeah, it was... Mm. It was I, I quite enjoyed it. It's one that I like to show to people along with, uh, you know, Yvonne Niage when people mm. go, I only watch Simpsons up to season 10, the golden era. I'm like, no, there's still some good shit in the teen yeah. era. It does peter off pretty hard after season 15. <laughs> peter Agreed. off. And you know something about petering off. I petered uh-huh. off earlier today. Uh, <laughs> so did I. Oh, That was special. I enjoyed How about that. you, Shaz? When was the last time you petered? <laughs> Don't bring me into this. <laughs> we this tried and you ship. said no. <laughs> Uh, but no, this is actually in a handful of episodes that I've been, like, political episodes especially that I've been hesitant to do for the last four years for some reason that I feel, yeah, a bit more, less depressed about doing now. Mm. Especially this one, like, because it was in 2003, it's very much commenting on, you know, the Bush era of, mm. and this is like the start of Fox News as well. Welcome to Fox. You're home for evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and written by uh, the Simpsons' um, most, you know, conservative, conservative writers. Yeah, that's it. You know, Schwart- how you pronounce it? Schwartzwelder? Schwartzwelder. You know, can do pretty even-handed episodes. I wonder if he was really excited to finally get to write a really Republican-oriented episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, even his penned episodes, you know, having the Republican house that are just depicted as being purely evil. Yeah, like. yeah. Transylvanian, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you laugh particularly hard at that. Yeah, I should Blew. say it's not so much a pro-Republican Blew. episode, but a, a, a less blatantly Democrat episode, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of my favourite of all Simpsons ever. That's one of my favourite things ever to happen is my good friend Frankenstein is now Frank in the Reagan. That's such a dumb joke. I don't know how you get there. I love it. Uh, well, Sheridan Reagan, uh, is, is it, besides your favourite moment there, is there anything else that stands out to you from this episode oh everything stands out about this episode i think mm. it's just absolutely the best i don't even know where to start good call shragan but maybe, maybe <laughs> i'll start from the start of my notes shragan start from the very beginning the old stooges mm. oh. just wonderful i need a quarter for the bus I, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> So that's it. Wake like up curly four. <laughs> it got very depressing very quickly. <laughs> Just the walking in a circle though. I need a quarter for the bus. You reckon that's what poor Julie Kavner's going through right now? Oh, <laughs> leave oh, Julie out of this. Come on. Elliot, too far. Why are you surping your podcast? So Sheridan, please continue. <laughs> um, I loved the Stooges bit. Um, and then, t- look, just every comment on the democratic process in America and how broken it is, but done in such a hilarious way. And I think this episode is really one that did what The Simpsons set out to do to begin with. It's a satire in the truest sense. It's comment on our society Mm. and in this case on politics, but done super successfully while also being entertaining and funny. And I think that's why The Simpsons of this era was so popular because it related to everyone. Yeah. Kids found it funny because of the wacky gags, you know, adults who weren't quite into cartoons went, mm-hmm, that's quite clever. I think it just has something for everyone, which that last episode we just watched did not. <laughs> that had nothing for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly can that, can, me. Can that be the name of your autobiography? Nothing for anyone. Nothing for everything. The, the Shragan story. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Simon? What, what stood out to you from this <laughs> episode? Yeah, no, I, I, I particularly agree with Sheridan here. Like, they did that that perfect thing where they actually stuck to a storyline, mm. which was nice. But at the same time, they were just shotgunning jokes all the time, and I'd say about eighty percent of them landed quite solidly. Mm. Yeah, you know. And the the ones I found funniest were the ones that weren't meant to be the funniest, as far as like the writing felt. Okay. Like a lot, a lot of the ones that were very, very obvious jokes were the ones that I sort of didn't really bite on. Yeah. But a lot of like just like the normaler satire and like general commentary on the way of the world, especially yeah. back then. <laughs> like within five minutes we had two, maybe three stroke jokes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. Which, you know, I shouldn't, but I find quite funny. Stroke victim, hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but like even though they were shotgunning jokes the entire time, they managed to stick to what the hell they were actually trying to do mm. yeah, throughout well, the episode. Yeah, well, that's the thing with this era of Simpsons, and they're definitely getting into, yeah, that more rapid-fire joke factory sort of thing. And there are a couple of points in the story where I'm like, 
okay, that, like, you didn't need to do that. Like, yeah. that bit at the end where Homer goes, and a plane leaves in a half hour, it's just like... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was referring to. It's like, when they're trying to be funny, it's less funny when they're just rolling with it. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. And to your point, you're right. I think the, the jokes in this episode were enhancements, not distractions. Mm. Yeah. Like in the last ones, not pointless cutaways that just completely distract from the story. It's just like, oh, haha, now back to the story. Yeah, and, uh, and that's the thing. Even in this era of The Simpsons, there's a lot of, like, and then, and then, and then storytelling. But mm. this one, yeah, you're right. Just had a through line and stuck to it. Mm. How about you, P? What stands out to you for better or worse? I think it's not clever in the traditional sense, but it's really brilliant in how silly it is. Mm. So all the jokes are actually pretty lowbrow, but they work brilliantly. So it's actually a pretty brilliant kind of satire in that sense. Like just blatantly saying, you know, yeah, welcome back to Fox, your source for evil. That's yeah. not <laughs> clever. That's so on the nose, but it's so on the nose that it works. Yeah. Um, it's just true as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I have a name. I'm sure you, you do, do, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> you make a very adulterous point. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something? Yes, certainly, Congressman. He hasn't won yet. <laughs> and and that's it. Upside down with horns. <laughs> <laughs> and a commie flag in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and exactly what you said. It sticks to a single plot. There's no B plot. It commits to it, and it just fires jokes at you constantly, and 80% of them land. The only thing that did stick out to me for worse, which was a product of its time, is there are uh, gay jokes in this episode. Mm. There's the bit where he's like, she was a dude. I'm like, okay. And then the running news under the Fox thing, uh, it said so-and-so turns out to be gay. I've forgotten who it was. Oh, Joe Millionaire? Well, we also, we like also had yeah. Krusty being from San Francisco as well. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's a joke that I find hard to write, like, because it's obviously, yeah, doing the stereotypes and it's silly. It is, like, kind of, like, uh, to watch. But then it's, like, San Francisco, yeah, they're obviously so off the mark because it's meant to be the UN. Yeah. San Francisco is not in the yeah. UN. <laughs> no. The funny thing was, though, well, you know, funny not in the ha-ha sense, but in the previous episode we watched... We were talking about, is that racist? That's a bit on the nose. And, you know, the context of which jokes are just, you know, considered offensive now when perhaps they weren't considered as offensive at the time. And they actually say that in this episode. Krusty says, you can't judge me on that sketch. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah. 1998. Yeah, Yeah, for this 2003 episode. (laughs) Exactly. But then this, um, you know, the previous episode we watched, we were going still today in 2020. Mm. Well, whenever that was released, probably a couple of years ago. I've got to admit, being in 2003, two years after a pretty big event yeah. for America, I'm surprised they did a plane driving into a building gag. Oh, That's yeah. true, actually. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Mm. Especially because this would have been in production in 2002 as well. Mm. It's just... And that and 9-11 shaped the media landscape for at least a decade. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't do any plane stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, which is also one of the funniest dumb gags in the episode. Yeah. They crash yeah. uses, yeah. sorry, and then reverses Beep. a plane. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, the plane having the reverse truck sound. Yeah. What about the Flanders? <laughs> they must have been wiped out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First mod dies a couple of years ago. Now lost everything. And now this. <laughs> My house has been destroyed Rod again. Rod and Todd are just fucking ashes. <laughs> Sucked into the jet engine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, to me, it's, it's, it's peak silly Simpsons writing. Uh, yeah, well, I, I was going to say, yeah, that peak sort of silly Simpsons writing. Like, even the ending, sort of the way it comes together and everyone's got their part to do, it's... It's all very silly. Homer just had to get someone drunk. And yeah. Lisa, all she had to do was paperclip something. But then again, that is a really good comment on the fucked up yeah, nature of politics. That, mm. But the Simpsons have also already done it. 
it was the episode where the comet's about to hit Springfield and they're like got a bill for you know providing emergency fund for Springfield and then there was another bill attached anyway yeah mm. you're right they did do that yeah. and they had uh, when Sideshow Bob you know, ran for office and that was the Republican gag back in the day yeah. I was bummed actually because I forgot that the, um, the water cooler joke was in that episode <laughs> not this one and I was waiting yeah. for that gag I'm like oh wait it's the old when they're in Transylvania mm. I actually noticed a few things in this episode that I'd never noticed before and I think I've seen this episode upwards of 50 times wow yeah and there were three things did you notice he falls off the roof and there's a cow noise yeah for no yeah, reason was a bit, some weird foley going on there. <laughs> yeah. and then um when they're outside homer and marge are outside while they're talking to cookie kwan trying to sell the house and they're strangely in different outfits for once so homer's in a suit but marge is in like an evening gown that's hot pink hmm. and it's not explained why are they going somewhere I think they were trying that them to dress up, up for to the... show off the house. Yeah, yeah it's... but but it's like formal wear. It's not just like they have their Sunday well, sure, best. And I don't yeah. know how you live, but uh... ah well, <laughs> when they tried to offer me fifty grand, I threw my caviar in their face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking no! away. <laughs> no, connect. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do love the joke with Ralph offering three crayons and his milk. Mm. <laughs> well, that was one I'm more thing. Away. For it's better. a good deal <laughs> Com- compared to the last episode we watched, where they just bring up the townsfolk to be like, "Hey, where where is Springfield?" Whenever the townsfolk appeared in this one, they fit in naturally. Yeah, like yeah, Ralph yeah. just appearing for a shitty bid is something <laughs> that Ralph would possibly do, just <laughs> being wandering around. Yeah, I thought that was a good comment on um. The nature of property agents as well. Yeah. Apologies if there are any listening, but it's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> I advise you take it. <laughs> oh God. Everyone gets a raw deal with those guys. Or girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sexist. Oh God, if I <laughs> Audience, if only you could hear her eyes right now. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> this has been a nice day. <laughs> um, how about wackiness? Yeah, we talked about so wacky. Planes flying into buildings and Ralph offering crowns. Uh. What else wacky happened in this episode? Oh geez, where do we start? The congressman stealing lamps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Fat Tony blowing his nose with a piece of pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was another, like, that was very yeah. off the time joke. Yeah. Why the, was I born a man? The, yeah. the the lead up to it is really funny. And I think that's why you giggle at that joke because he's still laughing at the bit where he goes, the boss, he's got a thing for the yah yeah. like, yeah. that, That's brilliant. And then. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also a joke of its time because that was, yeah, back when you were all forced to watch the one movie on a plane, it would usually be yeah. fucking yah yah sisterhood or. Yentl or some shit. <laughs> three funerals and a wedding was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, three weddings and a funeral. Four weddings and a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just three made up some sort of dark version of that movie. Well, you just. <laughs> just a trip that you went on one time. <laughs> Probably. Just yeah. rewriting the script. Fuck, I want that two grand to <laughs> die. Yeah. It's got one of uh, my favorite lines of all time. If I stop pedaling, I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I think all that stuff happened pretty organically and, you know, the wackiness. Yeah, it's all grounded. Yeah, that gets to mm. spring off from that. Yeah, totally. And once again, it's all still relevant. Yeah. yeah. It's shockingly relevant. It's yeah. depressingly relevant. Mm. <laughs> uh, at one point, something happened and I said, voter fraud. I was Bart, when yeah, Bart admitted yeah. he'd voted, you know, multiple times. He didn't admit to anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, he didn't admit to anything. That's Leading right. the witness. That's it. This isn't about me or how many times I voted. Thanks, yeah. thanks Rudy. Uh, <laughs> Topical. <laughs> yeah, actually, to that point, this is an episode that's really stood the test of time. Mm. Depressingly, yeah, unfortunately. Depressingly. Yeah. But God, the themes really stand up, even particularly today. 
Yeah. Oh well, Lisa's comment is like, oh sure, entertainers are always get uh, winning yeah, seats in politics. Yeah, we all groaned. Mm. Yeah, I felt our collective eyeballs roll. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, oh, oh, three. You don't know how far it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Now Kane is also a congressman or something. And wasn't that around You're not going to when... fuck with him. No. <laughs> Was that when... He's the big red machine. If... Why would you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. He's a Republican, too. He re- literally is the big red machine. <laughs> <laughs> was that around when Arnie got elected as well? Was that early 2000s or was that later? Oh, the governator. Yeah. God, that, that must have been like 07 or something, right? Because right. he was Republican, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. The only time California it's went so red. It's so American yeah. that most of their oh, politicians weird. could beat the shit out of anyone. <laughs> yeah, like that's all Jesse the Body Ventura, Kane, for God's sake, and Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. They've just got Scott Morrison doing bar A. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm just waiting for Joe Rogan to get involved, and then the whole country's just going to set oh, on fire God. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great movie the other day. DMT for everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting, but have you ever tried mushrooms? <laughs> I saw a great meme the other day where it was Scott Morrison with his Australian flag face mask on holding a schooner of beer and um, underneath it's Homer and Lenny and Carl at Moe's going, he's never drank a beer in his life. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, would also like to express my preference for uh, that particular beverage. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but how about the heart of this episode? Did we get it in the emotions for this one? What was that a question? Wasn't that kind of an episode? Nah. Mildly at the end, but not really. Yeah. Oh, no, it felt a little bit for the family when they were clearly sleep deprived from listening to plane noise. I know you were particularly... <laughs> that's oh our life. <laughs> that's, that's our life right now. Yeah. It's Except a- it's jackhammers instead of planes. Uh, like, I feel so bad for you guys, like... Because the last couple of weeks, the neighbours have been, like, doing massive renovations. But, you know, it's been starting at reasonable times, like eight or nine. And, you know, Mm. it's at least a house away. No, our construction site workers are basically, they operate like a bar. Mm. Like, you know, we're open 7am till late. Yeah, They don't specify, they just keep going. Usually we hit 80 decibels at 7.15 in the morning. Mm. (sighs) Good morning. Yeah. Rough. I'm out at 8.16. No, 716, mm. and then I get home just after they finish. The sound of my teeth grinding is louder than the jackhammers these days. Mm. So I do relate, back to the episode, I do relate to their hair falling out, the bloodshot eyes because <laughs> they haven't gotten enough sleep, the anxiety, oh the, man. Uh, you bouncing along on the toilet is the noises. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this <laughs> dream before. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't plan this episode to have this, you know, common thread with your life, but like, I felt so bad because when you, got, know. When you guys arrived, yeah, they were going nuts next door, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you're trying to escape the fucking construction noise of your house to come here. Not me. Uh, doesn't and then end. we cover an episode where it's all about loud noises. Hey, we, yes, exactly. <laughs> we live in Sydney, it's never going to end. No, that's uh, right. Things are going pretty good at my home life. It's quiet. Yeah. Are you yeah. under the flight path? Uh, the old flight paths, and they use it when they have to. You know what? And when there's we... been no fucking planes at the moment, so... Well, yeah. that's the thing. When we chose to move into this place a few months ago, that was something we didn't even consider because there were no planes. Mm. Mm. No one was going anywhere. And then all of a sudden now, I'm like, oh, plane noise. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Whoops. They're, oh. they're where they belong, over the houses of poor people. Except those poor people are us. Yeah. We need a congressman. Who's a local <laughs> celebrity we can... Casey Donovan. Apparently, she lives in our building. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> she like. I don't think she's a celebrity anymore. Casey. Unfortunately, Casey Congressman. Casey for woman. Congress. 
We don't have Congress here. I don't have jokes. Oh, yeah, we don't either, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You call this a bicameral legislature? <laughs> <laughs> she says, waving around her bottle of bourbon. Yeah, this isn't an emotional episode, but did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? So these are characters we know and love. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it rang really true. It didn't feel like a classic episode of The Simpsons. It very felt much felt like a teen era Simpsons, but I feel like that era has its own identity too. No, that's right. And like the problems I have with it are more about like the convenient storytelling side of yeah. things. But yeah, like you said, it's not the classic era, but it was damn still entertaining. Oh yeah. Can I just I'm sorry that I'm sympathizing with a racist joke, but oh my cheese. She stinks. <laughs> still one of my favorites. I just like to put out that Simon and I didn't laugh then. <laughs> Simon, thank you for your cultural sensitivity. Yeah. Uh cold judgmental look. Mm. <laughs> I'll just, anyway. I'll, just like, I'll just go and fuck myself. With your cheese. That's, that's, oh, no, that's inappropriate, Sheridan. Inappropriate. Blur. <laughs> but uh, speaking of character anyway, it was nice to sort of see Krusty on the ropes in this one as well. It wasn't just immediate success. And yeah, yeah, it got to get into the whole political commentary of it. That, yeah, once you get in there, it doesn't mean shit. Mm. You still have to, yeah, play the game and Ooh. deal with hotheads. Uh, you got to pee in a bucket until your second term. <laughs> <laughs> Grover Cleveland did what? <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> yeah. Yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Absolutely. Have and will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like this one. No doubt. You've just had your phone out just been watching it this whole time. <laughs> no, honestly, I am. Yeah, I've been scrolling through the mountains of notes I took because I didn't realise how many iconic jokes are in this episode. The ones that just get quoted constantly. So mm. many of them come from this one. Mm. Such as? Such as, well, <laughs> let me just on. refer to my notes here. No, honestly, Ooh, just, you know, the Republican so stuff. Oh, one of my favourite parts of this episode. Homer performs CPR. <laughs> That's I CCR. See a bad moon rising. <laughs> I right, stop. We're going to get copyright flagged. You can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely they should be in the public domain by now. <laughs> oh, even, um, you know, vote Quimby, vote Quimby, vote Quimby, vote Quimby. <laughs> All right. This, like, um, I like the joke of, yeah, they diverted the flight pass because it was interfering with animals' mating habits. So he took all the way to have this sex and to hear her to voice for the first sex. time. You have a great <laughs> understanding <laughs> of human intimacy there, Elliot. When they uh, tonight when I we go out, far to would have you like this to sex? do the sex <laughs> tonight when we go out for drinks afterwards? I hope to meet someone where I can have this sex, Milady. <laughs> um, <laughs> may I have this? <laughs> fuck? <laughs> may I have this fuck? <laughs> it's a two and a thirteen. Well, she's eleven and you're five. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. You were saying going all the way out somewhere to have this sex. <laughs> Anyway, they'd had sex and then he heard her voice. Like, yeah. anyway, the flight path has been diverted for weeks by now. Anyway. <laughs> well, he's also had enough time to build her an opera house. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's I do months. like that it was talking about, really, if you examine that for a sec, a broken governmental system at the local level and at the federal level. Mm. Well, they do they call it federal over there? National? I don't know. It's just yeah. a firehouse. Just Quimby <laughs> being the most corrupt person of all time. Mm. And a Democrat. <laughs> Hey. And a Democrat, that's right. I am no longer illiterate. <laughs> yeah. I do like with the Simpsons, you know, they attack the Republicans relentlessly, but they also attack the Democrats. Yeah. Mm. They're just, you know, very bipartisan, <laughs> bipartisan, I suppose, in the sense that they are 
both disenchanted and disillusioned. Yeah, well, like the episode with Stampy when he walks through both the Democratic and Republican conventions. Yeah. It's the Republican banners are, <laughs> we're pure evil, we hate everybody, and the Democrats are, we can't govern, we're complete wussbags. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, episodes we want to watch again, we like to think about what playlist we'd put them in. So what are some other Simpsons episodes that would pair nicely well with this one? The episode where Lisa goes to the museum and gets on the wrong bus because I need a quarter for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Bus playlist, gotcha. <laughs> Should have got off in Crackton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't make me tap the sign. <laughs> yeah, political episodes. We already mentioned Sideshow Bob running for mayor and. Just other rapid mm-hmm. fire ones. Like, I know we say that that era is really defined by rapid fire writing and jokes and whatnot but this one is certainly right up there as one of the fastest episodes like join the navy uh what is that episode actually called i keep talking about new kids on the blech yes um yeah like that's another rapid fire one and i think those two back to back would be great you'd laugh solidly for an hour and then fall asleep mm. yeah you could go with the playlist <laughs> about problems with their house oh yeah oh yeah you know, they sink into the ground at one point and there's plane noise. They What else happens to that uh, house? Um, Homer builds Hugh his own little uh, bedroom and then he falls onto the manure. That's right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, in the episode with Sideshow Bob, he's going to like knock down the house to build the Matlock Expressway. Ah, yeah. yes. Matlock <laughs> Expressway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you like to change about this episode, Sheridan? How would you improve it? Oof. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? I wouldn't. I thought it was great. As I said, I think it set out to do what The Simpsons did. I think it's, I know it so well by this point, it's hard to pick it apart. Right. It's an episode I've grown up with my whole life. Oh, Yeah. So, nothing. Isn't that sweet? Hmm. How about you, Simon? Going back to that whole, like, 80% landing, 20% failure thing, it only failed when it felt like they didn't trust their writing. Yeah, right. Mm. So, I wish they just ran with it and just trusted themselves a bit just to... That's know good... the audience would laugh instead of That's trying to push point. it out every once in a while going, we need a joke. And if you look at it, a lot of the jokes that didn't actually land were the ones that always happened right before there'd be a commercial cut. Yeah. So they'd sort of like sneak it in, it felt like, you know, they wouldn't commit like, to oh, it. oh, we need something yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a very interesting point. Well, How about you, you, Peter? I know it's a product of its time, but I'd strip the gay jokes. You mm. know, it's not 2000. Mm. And... Was that a gay joke? <laughs> Doesn't have to be. Ooh. This is going to be the podcast. Sexy. Uh, you know what? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, yeah, pull out the gay jokes, but the rest of it, yeah, it's perfect wacky Simpsons for me. Damn pull out, funny. damn it, fuck. I would sit down, take the script, and remove my clothes. Um, <laughs> may I contradict, if, if I may? Dict. <laughs> with, with the utmost respect. I would leave that in because I didn't get the vibe that it was like the previous episode that we were just uncomfortable with a joke that was made. This was more a comment on him making inappropriate jokes, I thought. And also, I don't think the jokes were particularly malicious. No, no. no, I see what you're saying, but I felt like whenever those jokes came, it wasn't just that they were gay jokes at their time. They were indicative of how easy it was to make a really lazy written joke just by saying yeah. they're gay. So mm. his whole punchline was, it turns out she was a man. And yeah, oh, there is yes, a, yes, yes. That no, that one, I would, that one I would change. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. I was just like, the joke is like, oh my God, she was trans, you know? Yeah, and I'm no, like, that, I was thinking more of, uh, on the crusty show, that throwback. No, 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 that one, yeah, that one. No, I'm the okay transphobic with. joke, yeah, yeah that yeah, one wasn't yeah. good. One thing I do really respect Disney for, and I suppose talking about the Simpsons, Choose we have your to talk words about Disney. Carefully, Disney. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's not a lot, 
<laughs> but one thing I do really respect Disney for is keeping all their old content and just having a yeah. thing at the beginning saying, yeah. look, this was a sign of the times and we've yeah. changed our ways. Sorry about this, but, you know, we're not going to replace yeah, it the says, past. Yeah, but it's important to learn from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and I, I, I think this episode's an exact... HBO does that too in the exact States. same sort of situation, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Let's not ignore that people thought that sort of humour was funny. Yeah, yeah, I think the censorship is a slippery slope. And some things I think uh, it's appropriate not to air ever again, but... You know, overwhelmingly, I think it's by erasing the past, you you know, no so one's ever going to learn from it. I should yeah, qualify exactly. them mm. what I was saying in that context. I fully agree with you. But when you said, is there anything you would change if I could go back in the past, I'd just tap them on the shoulder and say, this joke is just lazy and the punchline is transphobic. Just, yeah. just, yeah, that's oh, all. Yeah, you know, that, that's yeah, what just, I mean. Just be better. But if someone said to me, you know, edit this episode in 2020, I go, well, no, because we need to, you know, we can't forget that. Like yeah, yeah. If, you, yeah. if you forget the past, you're doomed to repeat it, as they say. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what I mean in that context. Well, well, that's sort of what like my problems with the episode is as well. And like, there's definitely a lot of those moments where you can go, okay, that's the character doing that, and like mm. where they do the UN thing, and when Krusty's at the women's meeting and stuff. It's yeah. just, but it's also those jokes that he's making, which is meant to be shocking, and like, oh, as if you would like. You still have to sit through them. Yeah. And they're laid on so thick and both those parts go on for so long that I'm like, oh, there was a much quicker way to convey that point that he's not perfect, you know? Mm-mm. Yeah, they're probably the only points in the episode where the jokes aren't rapid fire, mm. now that you mention it. Yeah, I haven't thought of that. And, you know, we noticed as well, this is like just getting into the more techie side of things, but there were a lot of ADR issues in this episode. Yeah, a bunch. Yeah. A whole bunch. Like, yeah, a lot of dialogue replacement and lip sync not matching up and, like... Yeah. Walter Mondale um, in... At the end. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. And I have noticed that before watching this episode. I I just think, is it a mistake? Is it intentional? Or did they I... re-record some lines after no, it was animated? That, yeah. or... No, that's it. Like, they had a much more thorough process of building the show back in the day with, you know, when there was hand-drawn. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd have to go through several animatic stages, which they'd revisit these jokes and if they weren't landing on the 30th time, they'd cut them. So on this time, they've kind of already animated the episode and so making changes, they do these ADR moments where they're just like, oh, fuck it, this bit's out of lip sync. Well, I suppose if you look at like really early TV shows and things like that and even early movies, there's tons of those issues because they never predicted the home video market. So it's like, oh, it it airs once, they watch it at the movies once, they're never going to see it again. Like you watch old James Bond movies and there's tons of ADR shit where there's like, we don't care because no one's going to watch this again after they see it at the cinemas. So with this now, yeah, you, you know, you watch it on home video repeated times and you see this stuff you might not have noticed on the first broadcast. You know? But we're also nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so we notice this shit and it annoys us too much. Yeah. You know, like most people would just be like, oh, I don't care. Like, you know. Well, yeah. And someone pointed out to me recently is that they were making these shows on screen smaller than the average house has now. So, yeah. like, yeah, we're picking yeah. up on details that they were like, uh, you know what? The CRT cancer causing big back TVs aren't <laughs> going to show this. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We are here. Sheridan, do you have any other notes about this episode? The, um, I think we all laughed our heads off at Mo saying, the government wants to shut me down because the pipes under my toilet don't lead nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those pipes will lead to freedom <laughs> or, or, or better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of silliness that I really liked. Um, just that sort of lighthearted, like, you know, he's doing a campaign appearance on the train tracks. That's a parody of a real thing. Is it? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll look it up, but it was an actual... It's definitely a real thing, yeah. I've forgotten who it was. It was... Uh, Grover Cleveland? And no, people no, had to bail from early. the train tracks as they were. No, not actually. I don't that, think that but... part happened. <laughs> uh, Look out for the four. Yeah, no, Grover Cleveland's too early. 
Well, I mean, I'll I wouldn't be surprised because, yeah, Simpsons have several of these, like, because they do love, like, commenting on American politics. And, like, I remember one episode there was, like, yeah, a politician holding a dog up by its ears. And apparently that's something that uh, Lyndon Johnson used to do. Right. He was a dog lover, but every time, like, someone go, oh, Mr. President, here's my dog. He just, like, pick them up by the ears. Oh. <laughs> that's yeah. a bit rough. Yeah. yeah. In the process of looking this up, apparently after this episode, they no longer made gags about news tickers along the bottom because Fox mm. News got so furious with them. Daddy Fox was not happy with Ooh. this one. There you go. They still were yeah. allowed to parody Fox. They but were still not Fox allowed news. to call them the home of evil. Yeah. yeah, wow. Actually, that's another thing I'd change in this episode, and really for this whole era of The Simpsons, like the year before, I think it was, they did the Brazil episode. Yeah. And Brazil was not happy about no, that. No, they hated it. Pulled Ooh. it from syndication, lots of public hatred of the simpsons but the Tell simpsons you the truth, con- all the international episodes suck. Well, there, there was there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of kickback from the australia episode as well, well no, this is yeah. what's funny about but that one i love it yeah the, the aussie episode the americans were like oh australians are gonna hate that and we we're just like yeah it was fine there were a lot Mr. of australians who weren't okay. yeah. Andy! <laughs> Andy! hello lads what's the good word <laughs> no i mean no to your point simon there was a loud minority and it was mostly like the shock jocks you know the yeah, yeah of course stan zamanix and the fucking ray hadley oh, that's a that name I haven't heard mm. in a long time. Oh, Stan Zamanik. Because, thank fuck, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> Stan Zamanik can fucking rot in his dumb grave. He's a piece of shit. Oh, fair enough. Was a piece of shit. I like this podcast. Well, no, <laughs> technically he probably is still a piece of shit. Yes. I suppose he can't see you the grave. Now. The problem is his pipes don't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you have more notes? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't finish my part. Yeah, and they had another anti-Brazil joke in this because, yeah, around this time, the Simpsons were like, oh, Brazil didn't like it. We'll just keep inserting little Brazil jokes. And yeah, this one wasn't great either. I don't remember what it was. Mr. Teeny's from Brazil. Oh, that's it. Uh, That's right. Yeah, his uncle's the head of tourism. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did like uh, Krusty, Krusty's impression of a non-Jewish white rich man. <laughs> I am Carlton Witherspoon the Third. Where is my five iron? Yeah, I, I got I got slightly triggered by that being yeah, a golfer myself. Felt attacked. But, uh, it's true. It's right. Hey, we live You're under the your... flight path. How much do you really relate to that? Are you guys up on the roof with a rake every day? Yeah, it should be. Man. Shovel, but yeah, man the rake. <laughs> How about you, Simon? Any other things from this episode you want to mention? I was pleasantly surprised. I hadn't seen this episode for yonks. Mm. I was just really happy with the pacing of the entire thing. Yeah. Like, compared to the episode before that, it just flew by. Yeah. It felt like 10 minutes of just laughing and then roll credits. No, that's it. And, yeah, this era of The Simpsons as well, they were the episodes were shorter because Fox wanted to fit in more commercials. So right. this episode was actually probably about two or three minutes shorter than the one we just watched before, yeah. It, oh, it was. It felt... Okay, yeah, I thought it was. So much shorter. The other one felt like it was a year long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. classic and HD Simpsons average 22 minutes. Teens average 19, 20 minutes. Wow. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And you'd be surprised, but three minutes in entertainment is a long time. Oh, oh yeah. That's actually why, like... Um, uh, oh, but three minutes in advertising. You, you can always <laughs> tell when the writers don't have a full episode because the couch gags go for longer. Exactly. And this mm. one was just straight in. Yeah. How about you, Pete? Any other... No, this is the problem with me sitting at the end of all the people on the podcast today. I, like, they already covered what I wanted to say. So. Yeah, next time we've got to start the other way. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> we're going to mix it all up. We've got so much to say. Uh, I've got a few things. I love that the second the swear jar breaks, Marge takes the opportunity to say... Yeah, nutty fudgkins. Oh, yeah. Nutty fudgkins. <laughs> <laughs> I hated the fucking Joe Millionaire promo joke at the me start. Too. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, and even before your CCR joke, Sheridan, I was I liked that congressman. Looks like we're in for nasty weather. <laughs> copyright strike, copyright strike. <laughs> Makes my blood boil. Oh, yeah. My left arm numb. <laughs> Tastes oh. copper. Also it tastes copper. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Krusty's whole 13 while she's 11 in your five. And then he's like, ah, no 12 off my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was the 12? <laughs> I have been trying to figure out what the two, whatever it was, while she's 11 in your five for years. Do well, you know what that's a reference to? No. No skin off my ass. It's a, the 13 jokes you can't say on television. Oh, it's an actual stand-up yeah. thing. Is that yeah, an actual yeah, thing? Yeah, it's an actual thing. In America? Like yeah, FCC? Jerk, or? Yeah, who did you say it was? Um, George Carlin. George Carlin, yeah. And then yeah. Blink-182 yeah, right. did a song that was just that. You remember Family Reunion? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a joke about turn and twad. I fucked your mom. Oh, Blink-182. Sorry, yeah, the 13 words you can't say on television, and that was the joke. Yeah. That's what it's apparent. Sorry, I did think of something I had to say. Um. I wrote it down when Krusty thinks Bart is sick and the yeah. hat says oh, yeah. Krusty's the cure. It's just such a, yeah. it's such a cynical gag when he yeah. shoves the hat on him. And you get your mom to return the hat when, you know. You know. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Go on, not, e- not even remembering that Bart's like saved his life several yeah. times by yeah. this point as well. Hey, I do love that Krusty just forgets who he is at every yeah. start of every episode. Yeah. Also, the scene where they're having the three bean salad at the crusty fundraiser dinner, it was just, all of it was pointless, I thought. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I, I didn't understand that whole scene at I thought all. it was a comment on the, the $100 a plate fundraiser. It was, yeah, but it was at the Simpsons home. Yeah. There was clearly no one else there. And if yeah. it was an excuse for Bart not to have Millhouse around, and then it was just a joke for her, uh, Krusty to go, I could get you someone whacked. It's a joke. Yeah. When you make that face, it's a joke. Yeah. It, it was a long road to get there, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's all my notes. Time to rank this thing. And Sheridan, kick it off. No, Peter, kick it off. We're going the other way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I give it a gold because I do find it really entertaining. It's a fun episode, even though it's not particularly... like It's it's probably a strong silver, a shiny silver, a dull gold. Um, mm. In that if you really do sit down and break it down, you're like... It's not particularly brilliant, but it's brilliant because it's not particularly brilliant, if you know what I mean. But the other pieces that aren't there, specifically the heart, aren't what make this, you know, a classic episode. And it still doesn't quite get up to the wacky levels that make this wacky era so fun. But it's so damn close, like... And I wouldn't put any teen era Simpsons in cubic zirconia, you know? Um, I think It's a difficult choice to make. <laughs> yeah, but certainly... I just think it's straight up illegal. New, kid, yeah. <laughs> New Kids on the Blech was definitely a strong gold for me, so I think that's sort New of my New Kids on the Blech. On the blech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's go a dull gold. How about you, Simon? Which one? Yeah, I'm, I'm right in the same ship as Peter here. <laughs> like, it's, it's got to be somewhere in between silver and gold for me. All right. Really good, but only if you don't think about it too much. Mm. So which one are you picking, gold or silver? You're going to make me do this? You got to pick. <laughs> going to be a silver then. All right. How about you, Shiz? Well, it's unanimous. I think we're both thinking, we're all thinking dull gold, shiny silver. And since he went silver, I'm going to go gold. Yeah. <laughs> to even it even out. Even it out, yeah. <laughs> um, Get that average up. Yeah, exactly. You know, silver to me seems not quite generous enough because I think commentary wise, this was spot on. Gag-wise, it was spot on a lot of the time, not all the time. But as I said, there are so many iconic jokes just packed into the one episode, I think. Yeah. You know. And I'm going a silver as well. It's just a lot of fun. But yeah, like I've said it several times. There's a few dud scenes and not quite the s- strong story that I was after. But Just don't think about it. Exactly. Mm. It's a don't think about it just episode. Just like voting. Yeah. Just don't oh, do it. Oh, now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> Please deeply consider voting. <laughs> um, all right. Deeply two... consider. 
Uh, two golds, two silvers. That falls right in between gold and silver. But on this podcast, when it's an even split, I average up because I'm nice. So this will be a dull gold. It's actually the first episode from season 14 to be considered a dull gold. But another episode we'll be joining is the one time Sheridan gave a cubic zirconia to a Teens Era episode, which was Simple Simpson, the Pie Man episode. Pie Man? Yeah. That is a terrible episode. Well, not terrible, what? but it's not great. <laughs> Have I ever given a cubic zirconia? That was your first and only. <laughs> wow. Pie Man, I can't even remember that episode. Oh, my God. How much had you been drinking that day? <laughs> oh, hi. Was we I had... asleep? It was back was... at the dank, so maybe a lot. That Are you was... sure it wasn't an absentee vote while I was sleeping? Was... No, I do remember that episode because, yeah, you fell asleep right before we did uh, Bart on the Road. <laughs> or it was... Uh, Sher- you have a soothing voice. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it was Sheridan's evil twin, Shragan. Old Sheddy. Sheddy. Old Sheds. Shragan. Yeah, we started calling you. Sheridan Reagan, we forgot all about Shed. <laughs> Fuck, she's hey. feeling a little rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go. You're do- all cunts! <laughs> <laughs> let's go do the classic era. We're going to go watch the episode called Brother from the Same Planet. Is this ringing any bells for anyone? It's an Unky Herb episode, isn't it? No, uh, which oh, one is it? God. Oh, um, no, Bigger Brother. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's a good one. Alright. Is, um, is, is this, this is even more painful than it looks? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and mm. Papa Homer. Mm. Yeah, give me that. Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the day. This was Season 4, Episode 14, Brother from the Same Planet. First released in February of 1993, it was directed by Jeffrey Lynch, written by John Vitti. In this episode, this is the Big Brother episode, we were saying it before, with Pepsi, I mean Peppy. Yay, <laughs> what do we think? I prefer Coca-Cola. <laughs> I love you, uh, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, Mark. Hold <laughs> <laughs> roll. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was good. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, back to the podcast. Yeah. Good fun. It. Yeah. Of course. It's old Simpsons. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I will say there was some like kind of weird pacing in this episode. Yeah, mm. I thought that too. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of towing the line between well-paced classic Simpsons and a little bit fast at the same time. It felt like they had too many ideas and sort of kind of crammed them all in. Yeah. It ebbed and flowed in a bit of a weird way. Yeah, and jumping on that, what stood out to me, for better or worse, was there were some good bits in it, but I feel like the Lisa story was very tacked on. Yeah. Like, and it just kind of ended. Like, mm. uh, One of my notes yes. is it's uh, a rare example of the B-plot in Golden Era Simpsons where the B-plot doesn't integrate with the A-plot at all. Yeah. There's no mm. intertwining whatsoever. Yeah, it was completely removed, wasn't yeah. it? The only time they interact is at the very beginning where Marge and Lisa are walking out and they say, pick up Bart. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Homie, I can see your doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Flanders. I love the rhythm of that. Like, homie, I can see your doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get Shag to do one of his remixes to that. I think it goes to show as well that um, the Flanderses became a lot more conservative as the seasons went on. Mm. You know, if, if Homer was naked in front of Flanders these days, it'd be like, holy, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a Flanderism. <laughs> holy doodly. <laughs> <laughs> holy doodly. Exactly. <laughs> Great show to read <laughs> oh, <laughs> That is not canon. <laughs> well, I think I said uh, uh, three out of four people in this room regularly watch Always Sunny. Uh, Homer hangs dong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. 
uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I missed that reference. In Always Sunny. Yeah. Uh, when they Dude Dolph, Dolph, Dolph Lug- Lugdren. Oh, yeah, Lundgren. Of course. Lundgren, how do you pronounce it? Yeah. Lundgren. The same Thund- as Todd. Thundergun. <laughs> He's thundergunning the shit out of her. <laughs> uh, how about you, Pete? What stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse? Uh, this always stands out to me in early seasons of The Simpsons, how much smoking there is. The episode right? starts with Nelson punching darts, and he's like eight years old. <laughs> um, punching darts. <laughs> I think, actually, it's it's the first time I've uh, uh, watched this one with a critical eye, for want of a better word, where I've actually sat down and analysed it. And this is really a homer. It kind of is worse, I find, um, which is, you know, simultaneously for better and for worse. Like, Homer is motivated by revenge in the entire episode. That's kind of fucked, you know? Well, that the Big Brother organization have a slot for him to be yeah. motivated by revenge on their uh, Fallout form, yeah. There and was so they... also malice. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And spite. Yeah. Um, Worse yet, revenge against his neglected son. Yeah. <laughs> And while it's still a, a really good episode, I do think the writing's actually kind of flawed in a way because, like, they set up what's going to happen pretty quickly. You know, they both go off with their respective big brothers. They play that gag for the episode. And then the ending is Bart just forgives Homer without any explanation as to why. He sees his dad get beaten up. And I'm like, oh, is that how he proves he's a good father? Because he gets the shit kicked out of him. Mm. Homer never apologizes, except for the half-assed attempt at the start where he tries to blame Bart as much as him. Well, with the Sunday on the head. Yeah. (laughs) And And that horrific shot of Homer's face melting in Bart's eyes. Brilliant animation. Oh, fucking hell. It looks fantastic. So yeah, I like I still really like this episode, but this is the first time I've watched it where I've thought actually this is probably not as brilliant as Golden Age Simpsons often is. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. and right in the yeah, heart, I got that vibe too. Mm. Sorry, no, 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 I was just gonna say yeah, right in the heart of season four as well, where this is definitely like the Simpsons firing on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah. no, I was surprised as well. Um, how about you, Simon? What stands out to you for better or worse? Like, look, it wasn't the wasn't the greatest of the oldies. Mm. Of course, I love it, but that's that's just my bias. Yeah. No, there was I'm still- sort of flip-flopping on it. Yeah, so am I. Like, I re- I'm really interested to see how the rankings go on this one because yeah. there are definitely some iconic moments in it, like, mm. peated throughout, like, uh, yo. Uh, nah. Well, like, there, there is one moment that I did say to you all when we were watching. It was like, I think that's the first and only time we ever see Milhouse's... No, not Milhouse, Nelson's, Nelson's dad. dad. Yeah. 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 No, that's right. First appearance of Mr. Muntz, this time played by guest star of this episode, Phil Hartman, who is also playing Tom, the big brother, Troy and uh, sports... <laughs> pardon? Blonde Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And so eventually he goes out for a pack of cigarettes and, yeah. Never comes back. Never comes back. Well, he does come back. Maybe because... that's why Nelson quit smoking. Oh, Yeah, right. he never got his pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't quit, he just ran out. Oh, <laughs> Can't go by himself. Even though I'm pretty sure Nelson's like about 26. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, you said he does come back. Is that a later season thing? Season 16 or something like that. They found Nelson's dad had been working at a freak show circus, but he was only hired by the freak show circus because he was having a severe case of anaphylactic shock from people throwing peanuts at him. Of course. But can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was that. How about you, Sheridan? What stands out to you for better or worse? Uh, I think the episode was slow, Mm. pace-wise. I really felt like it sort of dragged in parts. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's just all of those, that sort of early era. It's a lot slower paced. 
than what the most recent ones are. It's such an interesting comparison with the teens one that we watched, where like that was so yeah. rapid fire and moving mm. through its paces, like and like even the bits that I thought were like. Eh. They didn't necessarily drag as much, though. But this is the thing with this one. There are moments, and this is where you were saying the pacing felt off, it does get really rapid fire at some points, especially when they establish Lisa's B-plot, yeah. and they're bouncing between them really quickly, and it's sort of going bam, 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 bam. And for a good, like, in the second act, there's a good five minutes of just constant jokes, yeah. which mm. I think is to its detriment in a way, because it is a heartfelt episode, you know, and yeah. you've got a wacky B-plot. Not wacky, but a bit more of a wacky B-plot. Yeah, know? and that was probably going to be the second point that I make, that it is a heartfelt episode, but I don't feel that it finally got there in the end. Mm. Like what these guys were just saying about Homer never really apologised, there was a big fist fight, and then at the end, the child who has previously been neglected and then a target of revenge by his father is then just shown bringing him beers, another beer, yeah. another beer. I'm just like, hmm. Well... It was the 90s. It was a different yeah. time back then. 1998. <laughs> seeing, seeing your father, who you thought was basically like your overlord, getting beaten up, mm. it humanizes mm. him. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Well, I mean, I liked that Bart tried to take lessons from that, and it's a really sweet moment, even as horrible as it is. Tell me about the time you kicked his back in again, Dad. You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I like that part because in the early seasons, and, and this is probably a rare example where this isn't, really that forward in these in these earlier seasons where Homer in the early seasons say early seasons one more time Peter um, <laughs> he's earlier a, seasons one more time Peter f- <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a big glare there um, Homer's a fucking selfish moron but well meaning and he yeah. really tries yeah. his best and the ending I think at least sort of nails that where the like the way he bonds as a father is telling his son how to beat someone up you know so he's trying his best but yeah for the rest of the episode he's just selfish and yeah so yeah. I so I did the, think the ending was okay in that respect but yeah I think the for better stuff for me is um the stuff that had nothing to do with either A or B plot and that is the old crusty bits Oh yeah! Oh yeah. fuck the SNL. He was great in this. The one. SNL burns are amazing in this episode. Yeah. This Worst is... name for a cereal ever, by the way. <laughs> Old crusty bits. Old crusty bits. Crusty <laughs> mm, bits. Mm, my favorite. Uh, this goes on not unlike this podcast for twelve <laughs> more minutes. <laughs> no, like we got a great show for you tonight. Actually, the second half is a real garbage dump. <laughs> and then it cuts to the musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nineties ponytail guitar. Mm. Oh, 90s session musician. Yeah, doing Beckham music. That's what I call it. <laughs> this Be- actually the typical bass music. player facing away from the camera. Mm. Yeah, did, exactly. It did make me want to go up and learn a bit more about SNL history because from the little bit that I know, 80s SNL is like the SNL period. you got the Blues yeah. Brothers, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and all that Eddie sort of Murphy. stuff. Eddie, and then they all left to do other things. So I don't know if early 90s SNL was really shit and that's what this was a piss take of. or I think it was more just a piss take of the overall talk show format. Right. Right, right. Just, you know, we got a great show for you, and then yeah. the stupid music, and you know, yeah. I think it was. Well, yeah, I think SNL and Mad TV and yeah, sketch shows around that time all oh. fall into the same trap where, like, they're not well crafted sketches, but they're more like character explorations. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, people talk about the classic days of SNL, and it's like, 
the jokes aren't that funny. It's just that, yeah, fucking Aykroyd, Murray, and Belushi and all that were, like, really charismatic. And when yeah. they mm. sunk into characters, like, that was what was memorable, not, yeah. like, individual jokes being really Yeah, it, well it wasn't. Told. it wasn't the writing, it was the performance. Yeah, yeah. we well, look at that and fucking, um, now we're going on to the SNL portion of the podcast. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Jim Farley. Was that, yeah, Farley? Was that his name? Chris uh, Farley? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Yeah, that's it. Jim, I was like, Jim, Jim Farley. Is not the long-lost right. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I know where I got mixed up. It was Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Far shitty, less yeah, less heart <laughs> attack. Entertaining brother, uh, yeah, Chris Farley, like you know, same same thing. Really brilliant performer, not great material, but knew how to make that crappy material work. Yeah, mm. um, but back to the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean it's a worthwhile comment, but I still think it's really funny that they had like awkward drag out jokes to drag a show for having awkward yeah. <laughs> long drag yeah. out mm. jokes. Yeah, yeah. So play count. Have we ever seen this episode before? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> Many a time. <laughs> no, there was just like moments where like. You could have been saying it in sync, like the, some of the quotes coming out of the room. It was actually, oh, shit, yeah. 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 It's a lovely part of getting to the classic era. And I seem to remember it was one of those ones where even though Channel 10, you know, for those of us who didn't have pay TV growing up, you know, Simpsons was on all the time. And then you get the new episodes on Sundays. Remember Super mm. Sim- uh, Simpsons Sundays? That was when the new ones were on. Yeah. yeah. But even in the repeat ones, for some reason, that one was on all the time. It was oh, a really, really regularly repeated it episode. Was, it was fairly regular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Like, because. We've spoken about this phenomenon a lot about, yeah, which is your, like, most repeated episode. And for me, this was one that I actually felt like wasn't the case. And I guess it's because you're catching it on different nights, I suppose. But, like, yeah, mm. Mr. Plough was that one for me where I actually got exhausted of it as a kid. Though yeah. I've seen it that mm. many times. Mm. Anyway, was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? How'd they take advantage of the cartoony elements? I don't think it was particularly wacky, no. especially comparing it to the other two. Yeah. Except the uh, fight scene at the end. Well, this hurts more than than it looks. <laughs> oh yeah, but, but throwing, I, star- I will, throwing starfish is I totally will normal. Always remember that. I will always remember that to the day I die. Is yeah, Homer yeah. folding backwards over a fucking fire. Oh, and the crack sound. Yeah. This hurts re- even more than it looks. I like that they didn't really go for a big goofy sound effect either. It's yeah, just it's like just, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. everyone, and, and everyone else is dead silent. Like, yeah. There are a couple of, um, which I thought was interesting, a couple of different horror movie references in this episode. There was the Psycho House and the, you know, the Red Rum bit. The Shining. With, uh, yeah, The Shining. Oh, bit with, with the... Millhouse. Pick yeah. up Bart. Trad oh! puke zip. Trad puke zip. Of course. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, obviously The Simpsons has done another time as well with the Murder House episode. I yeah. really don't feel like they needed to zoom in in the mirror, though. No. Yeah. That was like, anybody who doesn't get the joke at this point is not going to get the joke. But, but I'm pretty a, sure that shot that, is a actually a shot. To the yeah, shining. That's yeah, a shot they do in the, the shining. Yeah, the but it's just like, you know. Yeah. No, but, I tend to agree, yeah. One of my favourite parts of this episode was the security guards at Marine World in dolphin suits. (laughs) 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 Burly, dragging him away. Oh, yeah, cartoony moments. Fucking Homer laughing at that fucking... I almost oh, called yeah. it a fish, but it's not. It's a mammal. <laughs> and the dolphin shit-eating grin as it runs away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's doing that thing yeah, where it's standing on the yeah. water and yeah, paddling away. It's like, yeah, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, that, <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think... I fo- Smithers, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. But no, I think that fight scene was the Already? episode at, at its wackiness. Yeah. Uh, wackiest. And I don't know... Is it just me, or did that final punch that Tom Land look like the intro to Street Fighter 2? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I know. I got that. It could yeah. be a reference. I'm not sure, but yeah. No, it's straight up that 
it, that's the same punch. Uh, the timing would have worked out. That's exactly what it looked like to me. Yeah. Apparently, they based a lot of the fight on a movie called The Quiet Man. It's a John Wayne film, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll take your word for that one. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I think the cartooniest point of that fight is when they fought up the cliff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my note. That was the big wacky moment where they go down the Because uh, At that point, they're the both word. dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good 400 foot fall. No, I keep forgetting, yeah, that the fight really went to wacky places as well. Yeah. Like, they left the aquarium and came back somehow. And somehow got into Springfield Gorge. Yeah. <laughs> fought up the gorge. The and third then just most made beautiful it... gorge in the States. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then made their way into, like, outside Moe's. Yeah. And the antique shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Homer. Uh, oh, sorry. I do, I do appreciate Homer's disdain for antiques where he just destroys them all. That's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I, too, dislike antiques. Oh, he said it here first. It it, it seemed to be very <laughs> crockery specific. Mm. Why do you want old crockery? Just go to Ikea. The plates are going to break anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought was interesting as well? In this episode, there's a lot of, um, I think we all noted at some point that the town or the house had moved or changed completely. Mm. There was a room that Homer was watching TV in that I'd never seen before. Yes, you have. It's oh, only, no, sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. only yep. been in one other episode. Which was? Oh, well, can you uh, check on the kids? Lightning strike. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they get the comic book and they're all fighting over it. Yeah. yeah. Also, this... the first episode where you hear Bart's middle name. Oh, he yeah. says Bartholomew J. Simpson. You ever actually find out what the J stands for? It's J. It stands for no, J. That's J for Homer. Yeah, apparently, but... but this is, it's an official Simpsons book, but it's an unofficial source, but most articles will quote it as an official source. Apparently, Bart's middle name is Jojo. But that's what? never. What? Yeah. Excuse me? No. It, it's never said in episode. It is said in this official Simpsons uh, family album book. I think that's what it was. I, I think we can all agree that we'll tear official. that page out. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we'll strike this uh, evidence from the record. <laughs> you but- made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't no. you? Haven't you? <laughs> I, was just, haven't you? Haven't you? <laughs> I was just about to say emotional moments. What do we think about that bit? Homer's jilted lover routine. <laughs> I thought it was Look, great. I, I, I kind of vibed off it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can understand Homer being hurt by his son wanting to find another father. Yeah. They... At the same time, be a better dad. Yeah. But, you know. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they take this moment to do some weird... Um, uh, <laughs> You could have replaced the dialogue about two people in an actual relationship. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on, Dad, push me higher, higher. Remember that? Higher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, was quite weird. It. They can talk about faking other things if it was a different situation. Mm. Exactly. And not father and son. Because mm. that's uh, I think that very was the illegal. Point. I was sure. wondering yes. if it was actually a reference to something. I mean, that scene like where Bart arrives home and it's like all dark in the main hallway, mm. that does feel very referency but like yeah i looked i couldn't find any specific reference mm. Mm. but yeah there was something particular about the coloring of that scene but yeah. i don't know it also felt very soap opera-y or a bit noirish as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. especially the, you know the pouring of the drink from the bar cart that doesn't exist at any other time <laughs> as well yeah. <laughs> like right in front of the basement door that only yeah. sometimes exists that's as right well. Yeah, and sometimes it's a toilet as well. And a yeah. closet sometimes where yeah. Homer finds his chilly boots. Yeah, that's and right. Billy Beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. But yeah, uh, how was the emotions, the bumps in this episode? Did you guys get your heartstrings pulled? Um, by Peppy, a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was probably it. Giant head and even gianter eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did think that that was sort of funny. The animation's quite funny that they just overdo it on making him look pathetic. But mm. yeah, I think there were a few heartstrings tugged there by him. I, I, I don't think he needed to be vaguely South American. No, mm. it was sort of weird. Yeah, that's And sick. also, I don't understand how he was affording his own apartment. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a, yeah. Child mm. labor laws, man, they were different back then. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Yeah, for the worse. <laughs> cut, cut that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as well, like, I mean, it's not a great place he lives. The pipes are hanging re- way too low. I don't think that was on home of that That one. seemed like a very, you know, thing of, of the time that, uh, mm. you know, lower class inner city people were all, in inverted commas, migrants and all that sort of stuff. That was a, that was a very much a joke of the time, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do like that Bart starts feeling some guilt, but I think it was sort of to your point before, Peter, that it doesn't dig in hard enough on a lot of these elements. And yeah. Especially Bart's guilt is kind of thrown away. Honestly, I don't think the main story had much heart at all. I think, like, Homer was really cruel and selfish in this episode. Yeah. Um, the resolution is not a positive one, and it just sort of happens. And neither party really addresses while they're doing it. The only thing we see an occasional bit of regret in Bart is when he says maybe there could be other kids, you know, when they're out yeah, hang gliding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like because their motivations for doing what they do are so flawed that there's no opportunity for them to learn at any point, you know. And that's where the heart often comes in The Simpsons, where they have a learning moment at the end and it goes, you know, do 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 and play some yeah. nice tune. Or uh, there was heart in the B plot. No, we though. don't want to watch an episode of Scrubs. <laughs> You're really hating on Scrubs today. Because it's awful. What's wrong with Scrubs? <laughs> Moving on, before uh, I... I will say, I think um, today's episode... Come scrub you out. <laughs> uh, oh, stop. Editor's note, cut. <laughs> <laughs> you're cut. You're cut. Miles, you're cut. I get to say that. <laughs> like I said before, I'm taking you over your show. Anyway, welcome back to Peter Simpson's podcast. Sheridan, Simon, how you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, welcome... Thank you. Welcome, um, yeah, welcome to my been... podcast. Oh, it's yours now. Okay, yeah. Simon, thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> what is this, Spartacus of podcast hosts? I'm sorry, who the hell are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> this is Simon's podcast about hating scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. That's it. That's it. Fuck tune you's... in next week. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week where I tell you the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, there was... Um... <laughs> It's like that I can't was... believe of all people I'm the one trying to get this back on the fucking rails. <laughs> it is your podcast. So. That's true. Um, speaking of rails, God, I love trains. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Welcome back to the Thomas the Tank Engine Simon's index. losing his shit to my left here. <laughs> He's gone red. He's shaking. Can't hear the laughter, but I can me. see it. This is definitely deviated oh, into an almost always sunny yeah. type script. <laughs> oh. God right. damn it, Dean. Right, I'm back. All right. Well, how's the integrity of this episode? Are the characters all the ones we know and love and all that? Uh, to some degree. Home is different, as these guys have quite rightly noted. Yeah. And I think tying also kind of into the emotion of this episode, like, I think we're seeing, like, Lisa, I feel like, is herself, even though she's not, like, doing something Lisa has. It feels like, oh, finally, there's a flaw with this perfect mm. eight-year-old genius. Today mm. has proven to me, beyond doubt, that Lisa is just incredibly mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in so many ways. Way. Yeah. She's mm. got addiction issues. She's got anxiety. She's got depression. But she knows how to work the American judicial system or whatever it was. Well, now she does. With a paperclip. Well, paper yeah, yeah, most people who do have all these issues. <laughs> oh, <true>. God. <laughs> Topical. I, I, think, I think one thing that we're like sort of like skirting around and that the episodes go around well as well is um, the whole addiction yeah. issue. Yeah. 
and like you know, I mean, she has a mental illness. She Mm. was on a phone line all the time, but I think they were trying to get at a a much more prevalent point. Yeah, 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 and didn't quite commit to that. It would have been interesting to see an episode where that was actually the main plot, where they could have let that breathe a little bit more. Yeah, Mm. it's a bit heavy. Yeah, I also sort of don't understand Marge's logic in make it till midnight, and then you've beaten the addiction. Yeah, no, so I've done that. So yeah. like, oh, finally, it's 12. And we know okay. Marge's oh, time for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just forget all our troubles over a big bowl oh, of strawberry <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, even Skinner, yeah, backing that up and then turning into the psycho routine. Sure. I, love Fuck, I love this moment so What's much. that, mother? Yeah, that's good. But now, I'm a grown man now. That's Ellis, it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now, are we decided if that was actually there or he was just seeing that? Yeah, this Ooh. is the first time I thought of it. Is that Skinner oh, actually yeah, having wow. a mental breakdown or was that... Did the town just rearrange for that shot? Because <laughs> he, he he goes to that window a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's usually for talking Vietnam about flashbacks. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I want a playlist of Skinner looking at the window with his arms behind his back. Yeah. It happens often and every time it's something amazing. They just never get the spices. <laughs> 12 <laughs> kinds of rice. I can close to madness trying to find the ingredients. <laughs> oh, God, what a good bit. So, I mean, so this is what's so disappointing about, yeah, the joke of Skinner drowning and squishing. I'm wearing my mother's blouse today. Like, oh, this stuff where it was like he was a hardened, like, authority figure that would have breaks. Skinner was a yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. As is the t- episode title, Seymour Skinner's Badass, badass song. song. There yeah. we go. I got there in the end. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, this has been such an interesting episode to mm. revisit. But yes or no, would you watch this one again? Of course. Yeah. I would, but with trepidation now. Yeah. This is actually, I feel like, not The Simpsons at its best for the golden era. Yeah. One thing that really stuck out with me here too was how once they set up those two plot lines, they never interact, like I said. And then Marge, Lisa, and Maggie, well, I guess Maggie to a lesser extent, <laughs> just totally oblivious that Bart's not around and Homer's adopted a new child and they're just... Yeah, that even... never came up, did it? No. That and, is weird now that you pointed out. And normally I can just roll with suspension of disbelief, but and, given... And, and, and Peppy's just roaming around the house? Yeah, and yeah. it just doesn't come up, you know? And at no <laughs> point does Marge scold Homer. Like, I think it's briefly brought... Oh, yeah, he called you a bad father. That's where yeah. it's addressed. And then it's all sort of separated and it sort of felt lazy in that respect. So I still enjoy this episode for the in terms of revisiting it. It's got some great one-liners like and this is a lot more painful than it looks is right up there with mm. Simpsons quotes yeah but yeah all together there's pretty flawed now that mm. I've watched it revisited it with this eye you know no and I mean yeah for anyone out there who's saying that we just love on the classic episodes and hate the new ones look we're complex <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know we'll probably watch this episode again and if we're going to watch it again we'd like to think about what playlist we'd put it in so what are some other Simpsons episodes that pair nicely with brother from the same planet Oh, Skinner staring out the window. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anything with Skinner staring out the window. Lisa Mental Illness. Yep, very upbeat playlist, that one. Homer being cruel. I think, um, you know how he goes between, you know, the bumbling moron, as Peter quite rightly said, who is well-meaning, mm. and then he can just be actually a bastard sometimes. Like a physically violent father. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the whole jerk-ass Homer versus golden retriever jerk-ass Homer. Homer. that's mm. the one. But yeah, what the good dumb homer is yeah the golden retriever who's just like well-meaning but yeah he's just a, a dumb, bit goofy yeah he's yeah. a dumb dog <laughs> yeah um dumb dog why are you following me what <laughs> i don't know what that was <laughs> is this annie yeah sounds very <laughs> <laughs> that voice I, I i don't know that song but that voice you did such an annie voice then <laughs> <laughs> now tell us about your hard knock life music from the shed i don't know how to be no crib on mtv <laughs> <God only knows. laughs> 
Sharon, again, copyright, copyright. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the estate of Mike Myers is really going to sue us. Oh, my bad. He's Canadian. Fuck him. He'll, he'll apologise. Where'd <laughs> that come from? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, throwing out some Canada hate. I'm ripping on every country today. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't mean it. And you could get rid of the syllable tree as well. Ripping on every cunt. Anyway, um, oh. <laughs> Peter, what would you like to change about this <laughs> Peter episode? Peter looks so disappointed at that. <laughs> We're all disappointed. My, gather my thoughts after that. I'm, bad, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I recorded that one. <laughs> Didn't want to miss that. <laughs> Elliot, you're cut. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt like the pacing was a bit off, like you said, and that they could have done a bit more with Lisa's Corey plot in that there was a lot of time given over to Bart and his bigger brother, whose name I've forgotten, Tom, was that it? Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because apparently they originally wrote this specifically for Tom Cruise and he just kept refusing on multiple um, chances and like they left it to the good. last minute, which is why they got Phil Hartman in to play him. And I'd say much that was better a good call. move. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like the writing's still sharp. Like I think one joke I forgot to bring up is fucking dumb. Oh, not M- Martin going, well, Bart's dad has really pulled himself together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the, 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 the jokes that land are still sharp, but the pacing just seems a bit off. So just tightening up the screws a little bit and fixing that ending, like just Bart just forgiving Homer out of the blue is, yeah. is a bit busted, I think. Yeah. How about you, Simon? I think um, overall it was a pretty decent episode. I, th- I think they tried that whole like trying to make a bit more of a story arc than usual. Mm. Unfortunately, they tried to do two that never intersected. Mm. somehow that doesn't make sense but sure whatever yeah i am very concerned about tom's job though (laughs) as an f-14 pilot apparently well no like he's definitely not an f-14 pilot he has experimental ray guns that he let his uh adoptive younger brother take i'm (laughs) pretty sure tom's somewhere in the real deep dark Uh, it's a bit of a sketchy guy can we talk about tom for a sec actually like what kind of guy i think tom's a bit sus yeah, mm. Tom's very sus. You remember that comment where he's just like, "Oh, Bart, I could kiss you if they hadn't made a f- made me sign a form saying that I wouldn't." That is it, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm I think like, that would be a pretty just... standard form. Yeah, sure, obviously. But... <laughs> Don't is, is kiss it the children. Maybe it not in those uh, words. On Krusty's legal documents, you know, oh, it's a quality form. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, also, what kind of guy? Just, I mean, it's great if it's genuine, but I think I always err on the side of suspiciousness when, like. A guy just shows up to an agency going, I want to adopt a young boy. Are you, are you, are you <laughs> saying Tom's a possible pedophile? Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, okay. oh, I thought, like... This episode's taken a dark turn now. Mm, has. Well, I was driving it towards he's probably, like, way deeper into the government than a fucking pilot. But mm. I suppose pedophile and that is generally both. the same thing, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> he's getting into dark territory. Back to the <laughs> island with Epstein we go. Yeah. Oh. Oh. How about you, Sheridan? What would you like to change about this episode? <laughs> what, what would I change? Yeah. Um, look, I think... <laughs> that was the hardest cut that ever cut. <laughs> Elliot's highlighting. Left turn, left turn. Oh, God. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd probably change a lot of things. I think most of them have been mentioned. The pacing, for sure, just sort of even that out a little bit. I would go a bit further and a bit deeper into Lisa's addiction problem. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else, I basically agree with what's already been said. Yeah, I see how it feels to be at the end of the chairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. Like, I reckon, yeah, these could have been two episodes on by themselves. And yeah, you're mentioning the whole, what are Marge and Lisa doing? Like, 
why is Homer looking out at the stars with some kid and like, yeah. <laughs> like why is this happening? And so, sorry, is honey, Bart I can't. I can't talk now. Your daughter's addicted to a phone line. I can't. <laughs> I can't address the child you brought home. Yeah. <laughs> you do Lisa stuff. I'll do Peppy stuff. <laughs> and we'll meet back next week at nine. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, just thinking about Tom's actually kind of a wild card of a person. You know. Yeah. Taking kid hand gliding and um, giving a neuro disruptor. Yeah. It is called a neural disruptor. Maybe the turn at the end should have been Bart seeing a bit of Tom's cruelty in this whole thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's ready to punch Homer on a dime as well. He's like telling Tom about his problems with his dad, and he's just like, oh, I'd kill him the first time I get a chance. And, like, yeah, maybe Bart could, like, realize that, oh, this guy is a bit sketchy. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe what, Tom what kind was of, a sociopath. Yeah. yeah. Well, what kind of bigger brother just, you know, in front of the kid? He, you know, he makes a comment at the beginning where it's like, if I ever see your father. Yeah. You know? Although and then he's blatantly violent in front of a kid he's supposed to be looking after and mentoring. So he's yeah. not that great either. However, that does give way to one of the greatest lines in Smithson history is Homer Simpson, the drunken gambler. <laughs> yes. Like Last week we did Homer the Vigilante where, you know, he's on smart line. He's like... Uh, gets a call. Hello, Homer. It's your arch nemesis. Yellow. <laughs> you do know who I am. Uh, Marge? No, no, Homer. I'm not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless that stupid, stupid golden retriever. All right, we're here. Um, starting down this side of the thing now. Peter, do you have any other notes? I just like to acknowledge uh, Millhouse's horsey. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Worst. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the thing. Uh, this whole episode is, I think, flawed from a writing perspective, but has some brilliant one-liners, like, yeah. which in a way occasionally makes me think they had some... I don't think they formed a story around these gags, but they had these gags that have been sitting there for a while, possibly, and they wrote this story, and then they're like, oh, finally, we can get this in and get these in. Because when the episode lands, it lands fucking hard. Yeah. Other than that, no, everything I've said, yeah, Homer is just a bastard. He's not a well-meaning person in this one. He's motivated by revenge, very selfish. A lot of smoking in the early seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah. So wild, especially with children smoking as yeah. well. It's yeah, I was like... talking to my mate about this the other day. Like, whenever Homer was frustrated back in the day or happy and victorious, he'd be sm- um, punching cigars. Mm. You know? He'd oh, yeah. always be smoking cigars in, like, season two. You know, I've actually noticed this in a lot of other shows recently. I've gone back and started watching certain things from the start, even if I'm only half paying attention the Nanny, for example, mm. started watching that again recently. Fran was a smoker in the first season. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Yep. Had no idea. Explains the voice. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes are the last thing she needs. But um, also Sex in the City and getting into the really girly shows here. But um, Carrie Bradshaw was always a smoker through the seasons. And then when the movies came out, she didn't smoke one cigarette because they wanted it to go to a wider audience and thought it was sending the wrong message. There you go. Mm. I mean, that's surprising that even Sex in the City, like, because Nanny, I could totally buy that just being mm. like a product of the 90s and mm. people still had ornamental ashtrays in their house, which would be used. And, yeah. Like, I made an ashtray for my parents for a ceramic in primary school. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah. Same well, for I mean, I watched an episode of, um, what's that show? Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares the other day. And it can't have been more than 10 to 15 years old. Yeah, and um, in this this restaurant, there's and th- obviously this is in the UK, so smoking laws are vaguely different. But there are ashtrays on every table in this restaurant, inside, not mm. in an outdoor area. And I'm going, God, I can't even remember that here. Yeah, mm. I would like to just acknowledge Ren and Stimpy for a moment. Yeah, yeah, who made an appearance in this this episode? It was. I don't was, know. Was it actually Ren and Stimpy? 
No, yeah. that was Dan Castellanet applying both of them. Was it? I thought so. But Nickelodeon it was, um, gave... It was Ron and Stompy. <laughs> Ron and Stompy. Stan and Rimpy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, apparently Nickelodeon did help them out with some of the animation of this bit, but they were really restrictive on what Ren and Stimpy could do, which is weird considering like the kind of shit Ren and Stimpy would do. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. And yeah, I think as a result, this bit just sort of felt nothing to me. I don't know. Do you guys like it or? It's I... fine, but it felt like, you know, hey, we know what's going on. Yeah. We're cool mm. with pop culture. Well, it just sort of felt like a fill-in for Itchy and Scratchy. Well, that's exactly right, I think. Which they also had it, in this episode. It could have just as easily been Itchy and Scratchy. Like, mm. it being Ren and Stimpy didn't add anything. Yeah, and it wasn't like they were commenting on the show either. Or like, yeah. I suppose the only thing you could fit it in with is that Bard is no longer in his world with his family because he watches yeah. it with Tom. Maybe Tom has basic cable. He gets to watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> but this is me drawing a bow that's so damn long you could probably trip over it. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, I did look it up, uh, the scene where Homer accuses Bart of seeing his big brother yeah. is a reference to the 1966 film Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, where hey, Richard uh, Burton uh, accuses Elizabeth Taylor of adultery. Yeah, uh, yeah uh-huh. that totally tracks. I haven't seen this film, so... I, I know the scene they're talking about. Anyway, um, whose other notes was I up to? Was it you or you? Simon's turn. Simon's turn. I don't really have a lot. Yeah? How about you, honest? Sheridan? Do you have any other notes? <laughs> yeah, I'm all done. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this uh, woman that looks exactly like Homer and has muzzle? But Oh, <laughs> uh, yes! I am woman, hear me roar! Numbers too big to ignore! And then puts mud all over Bart. Before he always gets struck by lightning! What the fuck? Oh, this kid had a bad day. Oh, that poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, the other kids though they had a great day they went to go see Barton Fink what an odd <laughs> reference to bring up <laughs> Barton Fink <laughs> yeah like I'm not sure it's a Coen Brothers movie isn't it I've, I've not seen it but yeah I think it's a Coen Brothers movie I know John Goodman's in it but it's like it's not a sexy R-rated movie at all like uh, speak for yourself John Goodman would be very upset if you said that it's uh... <laughs> Oh, and Harold Ramis. I didn't know he was in it. Oh, there oh we go. well, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have I got? Oh, the whole, yeah, pick up Bart routine is just fucking yeah. excellent. Mm. Um, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santa's Little Helper. That's the other playlist. I'd put that in. Santa's Little Helper talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chewy? Chewy? <laughs> Chewy? <laughs> Rough. <laughs> You've been peddling that all day. <laughs> And yeah, Sheridan, you brought up a picture of Bobby Sherman. I gotta say, not a bad looking dude. Yeah, oh. he was very nineties. I, I showed you a very the helmet old, hair is epic. Oh, not mm-hmm. not nineties. He was older than that. I showed you him in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, wait, no, it was Marge who liked him, not Lisa. Of course, he'd be older than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, Lisa liked Corey. <laughs> Corey. Let's see what's in the newspaper Story. today. <laughs> Allegory. Montessori. Montessori. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh good shit. Um, yeah, just about Homer being a jerk, just him flipping through the uh, catalogue of kids he can adopt and just ugly pimples. Suey! Suey! <laughs> Man. Ugly wiener. Crater yeah. face. That's Crater the other face. thing. Like, he's just such a prick in this episode. He's, uh... <laughs> I'll take him. Do you have him in blonde? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So awful. Yeah, that's all I had besides, you know... And you got a street like a woman, and then when he turns away in disgust, then you kick some back. <laughs> it's time to kick some back. Ah, oh, Jesus. All right, it's time to rank this thing, and Peter's going first. It's a silver. It's just, I keep reiterating, I've never watched this one critically before, and it's actually pretty flawed. 
like in terms of that this is in comparison to the other episodes of that era mm. you know it's it's actually kind of busted um it's still great and there's still really good one-liners but i think people te- tend to remember the one-liners from this episode and so yeah the pacing's off and 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 there's nothing really redeemable that that, that was about that stuck with me the most yeah there's no redeemable elements for homer's behavior in this episode he's just a tool no, and you're talking about episodes around this time. I'm giving it a silver as well because I compare it a lot to Margin Chains, which is a very good e- episode, but it's just got the fucking sweatiest story ever. Yeah. And, like, you have to ding it for that because, yeah, you're right. Like, the classic around this time, like, they're just engaging on all fronts and, like, yeah, this one's has got, like, quotable moments and yucks, but, yeah, the story's letting it down. Silver for me. Simon? I'm going to give it a bronze. Yeah. I'm giving it a bronze mostly because of the company it keeps. Yeah, good like point. The, the yeah. episodes around it are just so much better. And Sheridan, finish it off. Yeah, Simon took the words out of my mouth. I think I'm really tempted to give it a bronze, but I think I'm going to check my bias there because I think it's just a comparison thing. For a Golden Era episode, it doesn't cut it for me, but when you compare it to this, the entire Simpsons catalogue, I think it's not bad. So I'll give it a silver. All right. Averaging out into a dull silver, it's the first episode from season four to get that ranking and only the second classic era episode to get that ranking as well it'll be joining mr lisa goes to washington from season three which is mm. fine but it's also yeah well it's a dull silver <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that has the oh you've got those damn badges okay. yeah <laughs> what's her name's having a bath is it um it's not Barbara Bush, is yeah, it? it is yeah, Barbara it is. Bush, yeah, because they were yeah. in the White House at the time. Yeah, it's Barbara Bush. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that about wraps it up before... Oh, my God, I almost forgot. We've got some very important business to do before we get out of here. Uh, Sheridan Simon, we are about to ask the most important question that we ask our guests. And, Sheridan, we started doing this segment after uh, your hiatus suddenly very afraid. from the podcast. So. Uh, <laughs> I know what's coming, and I uh, don't know my answer. Ask him first. I've already had All to right. do this. My answer was terrible. Simon, throw me under the bus. All right, <laughs> shoot. On the Simpsons Index, on our website, we're building a secret sandwich board for all our guests. So we want to know, if you could have a sandwich that is named after you, what would be on that sandwich? Uh, okay. We're going to go with shaved turkey. We're going to go with ham. Oh, we're, we're yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. All Two the meats. meats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some nice cheese. Maybe maybe even a bit of melted brie in there. <sighs> yeah. Mm. I want to. I, I want to toast it, yeah. and then I want to open up that toaster sandwich and put some fresh lettuce in there. Hell yeah! That's Jeez, give me the crunch. Refreshing. It needs a name. It's the Simon Hamilton. It's the Simon. Oh, yeah. oh I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your three meat, three cheese. Oh no, it's, it's the <laughs> ham so, uh, Hilton oh. sandwich. Because I was thinking, like, when people hear the name Hamilton, they think about the stage show. Like, oh no, no, I want them to think about this sandwich. For those at home, he just did the raid fist like in the star (laughs) in Hamilton, like very good. Sheridan, what's on the Morley? Oh, God. What's on the (laughs) Sheragan? What's on the shed? Yeah, what's in the shed? (laughs) What's the rusty? What's the old rusty shed? It's got to be a really crusty loaf. God, I don't know. I should have come prepared for this question. Um, Look, I'm going to go with something nice and clean and simple. Mm. So it's going to be an open melt. On crusty bread with some seeded mustard, some ham, mm. some tomato, some Swiss cheese, and some mushrooms. Oh. How's, how's that? Very, very clean and simple. Like it. Ham. Ham. Shamden. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> ham. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, that sounds delicious. I'm very hungry, so <laughs> we better go get off and get some food. And yeah, I'm running out of words. So let's wrap this up. Peter, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me back. It was a huge mistake on your part, as you now know, but uh, my two episodes have been fun. <laughs> uh, Simon, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Sheridan? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Not thank you for joining us, just Sheridan. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and the rest. <laughs> Cheers, Rusty. Sheridan, hello. <laughs> now, welcome back, dude. Thank you. Good to and- be back. I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. <laughs> oh no, she's got a soundboard. Yeah, I'm gonna cue it up on the soundboard. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, I imagine we'll talk about the actual episode for five minutes and then discuss, you know, what you guys did at the pub last night. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's generally how it goes. Isn't that, it? That, that, Much that, that picante content. dip was really good. Can we talk about the picante dip? Mm. Like, uh... Can we not? <laughs> I don't want to talk about picante. it again. Oh, now also on the way here, Simon said he's never done a podcast before. So remember nope. I said it was like being at the pub? You can tell now it's just like yeah, it's being fine. at the pub. <laughs> but with microphones. Yeah. Because we all say such intelligent things all the time. <laughs> yeah, people want to listen to what we think, yeah, right? Yeah, we have to be careful about exactly. what Exactly, we're all middle class white suburbanites. People want our opinions on things. <laughs> uh, mm. One thing I learned last time. That was a mistake. <laughs> yes, that has been an ass. Uh. <laughs> All right. This is an ASMR podcast Suddenly now. turned on. Mm. Yes. Just want the um, I learned this last time the hard way because I had indigestion. If you need to cough or clear your throat or burp, you just <laughs> lean over here. I just want to hear you burp but not quite make it away from the microphone. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Doppler burp. Yes. <laughs> Lisa. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold the microphone like Henry Rollins in this one, I think. This <laughs> okay, have fun with that. Yeah, well, it's going to be very comfortable for the next hour. <laughs> oh, you are the hardcore legend of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Got a photo of that Sheridan, actually. <laughs> oh, Great action shot. Oh, are you right? Yeah, get my reaction <laughs> shot of this. What is it? The Montes. I told you they were bad. Yum, 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 yum. One teeth's not mm, good Delicious. <laughs> that is unpleasant. Oh, fuck. Light mode. It's like ridiculously mm. fruity, but somehow like awful. Mm. That's one teeth's. They don't make good beer. We're going to be that cool guy now, too. Because hey, I've been doing lots of drugs. Are we, so are, we gotta, doing, are we doing a sunny podcast? Yeah, because we've been doing tons of drugs. Oh, yeah, so cool, we need though. to have sunglasses on. So it's always sunny in podcast. Delphia. Nope. Potadelphia. Pod, pod, pod Adelphia. <laughs> Good recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling trapped? Tired of the ordinary? Of course you are. We knew you were. If you're looking for an escape from the everyday, then you're looking for Pulp Fury Radio, a new podcast anthology series featuring all original stories in classic pulp genres like sci-fi, noir, horror, and fantasy. Join us and journey to a small town being invaded by a parasite from beyond the darkest depths of space. 
What could have done that? What is tentacles like that? At first it was like an infection, but it takes control. Come on, we've got to run! This town needs us more than ever, and I do not intend to let it down. Or investigate a murder while trapped aboard a speeding train with seven strangers and one killer. I am Inspector Thomas Page of Interpol. Do any of you recognize the woman cuffed to my arm? Yeah, ma, die Wölfin von Meidanek. Five minutes to find out just which one of you is a traitor working with this Nazi. We've gone over everybody's story, and as far as we can tell, everyone is who they say they are. Oh, I see. So, we wait to see who dies next to narrow down the search. Stay back. Perhaps you prefer selling insurance in a world of fantasy and magic. I know he used fire, but he wasn't a pyromancer, he was a pyromaniac. This is a very minor quest, not even a level one really. I'm talking real adventure, real danger and excitement. Seek ye not the lost scroll, child. We are in no way equipped to face off against a dark wizard. You majored in English and I forged all my report cards. Fireball! Or solve a crime of murder, mystery and music. Fearless Felix Phoenix is the name. So, what can I do for you, detective? You're wrong, Felix. Don't you feel it? Sorry, kitten, but feelings don't matter when there's no proof. Ready? Let's jam. Each episode comes fully loaded with suspense, action, mystery, and drama, all to help you escape from your everyday. You can find out more at pulpfuryradio.com with our first episode coming soon to wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, your adventure awaits. Or whatever.